I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl. I'm a cover girl too, because I use CoverGirl Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation, America's number one anti-aging foundation brand. Simply Ageless is skincare and makeup in one. It instantly reduces the look of wrinkles and even skin tone. With hyaluronic complex and vitamin C for plump skin and a healthy youthful glow. So be a cover girl like me and me and get better skin at any age. Try Simply Ageless Liquid Foundation from easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. Wrestling fans, are you ready? This is better than Monday Night Raw. This is better than Friday Night Smackdown. Listened to by rabid wrestling fans from all over the world. They don't want you to know the truth, but I will give you the truth. It's time to live up to the hype. Chris Jericho. So Calvo. Rockstar Sunday to all, glorious Sunday to all. The ministry slams on the air. Yes, you know that's such a good phrase. It should be on a t-shirt. It is on a t-shirt, Lee. It it's is on, on a t-shirt. A t-shirt. Hello, everybody. I've got a shirt on today. If you're listening on the podcast, today is a serious ministry of slam because I'm wearing denim, double denim. I, I should have worn a tie. Mate. I feel really underdressed now in my Rowdy Roddy Piper t-shirt. I'm the best rest wrestling guy. Oh crap, Berkeley. Oh, I forgot. Chair. Oh, Jesus. Hang on. <laughs> Thanks, Berkeley. Hang on. Oop. There we go. Done. That was Thank very you, nearly a faux pas. I mean, yes, n- nearly yeah. was a faux pas. And who uh, wants a faux pas on National Pie Day, Lawrence? It's that, yeah. And I, and, and I asked Lee to say, explain to me what pie is. I don't Until know. the show. It's something to do with maths. <laughs> it's 3.142. And then it goes on for like a load of other um, numbers after that. But, but I don't really know mean? what it is. I don't know. don't know. So chat room, help us out with uh with the whole pie thing but yes yeah, national pie day because it's 314 march the 14th 314 right and it's free it's stone cold steve austin well so pip toodle pip did tell me yesterday but i still don't understand i've been very what? confused toodle pip since for the last 24 hours thank you <laughs> <laughs> um it's stone cold steve austin day on tuesday as well it is 316 we're happy with that it's also not daylight savings time in the uk today yeah i was talking to lee yesterday and he (laughs) thought he thought that it was daylight savings today and he got all a bit messed up and got really early i mean my problem was i like when you do wrestling stuff you subscribe to so many wrestling pages that are all like in the states and have lots of people that are in the states and they're like oh daylight savings tonight and you see it everywhere and i thought okay it's daylight savings clocks go forward but clearly they didn't. That happens for two weeks, like in two weeks' time for us in the UK. But US, it happened last night, which is cool. It's also National Potato Chip Day and National Write day. Your Story Day. Write Down Your Story Day. And write National Learn About Butterflies Day. National Learn About Butterflies Day? That's amazing, isn't it? I Should like we butterflies. Learn about butterflies. They're amazing. Yeah. They're really you good. If have... you want to learn about butterflies and you live in England, sort of south, go to Longleat. There's loads of butterflies there. I used to and go to my granddad's. Brilliant. I used to love that place. And monkeys. 
Yeah, it's very good. They drive through the thing with the monkeys. And what other days was it? Pi Day. So I don't. Pi Day. I don't understand what that is still, and I won't no. ever. And then something else. <laughs> Easy as pie. <laughs> uh, hang on, let me open it up. So right, list. So daylight savings time in the states. National Children's Craft Day. Yeah. So you can craft children if you want. Uh, National Learn About Butterflies Day. National Pie Day. National Potato Chip Day. So have some crisps, everyone. Right. And National Write Down Your Story Day. Uh, Graf says it's also Steak and Blowjob Day. So now I have Today. to I have to ask, am I allowed to be take part of that? Because I'm vegan. But that. <laughs> wow. I, hope, I, I hope I can. I hope, I'm not, <laughs> I hope vegans are excluded from Steak and Blowjob Day, or else um, I'd be disappointed. I mean, I don't think it's you. You'd need to worry about being vegan. Is all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mel. Crimson Mel's here. Good to, good, good to see everyone here. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out tonight. Good to see you. And the Ministry Slam is on the air. Of course, it certainly we, is. We get we get involved and we find out what days it is each day. So, um, and guys, if you are, if everyone's looking, well, Mel's here. If everyone's looking for sort of a paranormal type podcast about ghosts and paranormal activity, check out Mel's Unexplained Possibilities podcast. Anyone that's on the podcast feed, check it out. It's really good. And Mel is a great host. And I've heard Mel is one day going to call into Ministry of Slam and do his Macho Man Randy Savage impression. I'd love that. We need more impressions on the uh, on the call-ins later we on. Do. I'll be yes. excited for that tonight. Okay, uh, let's move on to talking about all of our stuff. Let's yeah, pimp our shit, shall we? Uh, you can check out our website, ministryofslam.com, which has got links to all of our stuff. Uh, Ministry of Slam on Facebook. We post all our things on there. Make sure you follow at Ministry of Slam on Twitter. Uh, Instagram, we are Ministry of Slam. And on Twitch, make sure you follow Voodoo underscore Rocks. That is the channel that you're watching right now. Uh, Lawrence's gaming channel. Uh, game several nights a week. And Ministry of Slam is also hosted uh, on the uh, on a Sunday night. Every right. Sunday night. That's and right. the other thing, of course, is check out our Discord. Discord.ministryofslam.co.uk. Yeah. Totally free to join. Live 24-7 chat room, essentially, where you can talk to anyone about not just wrestling, not just Ministry of Slam, but all sorts of stuff. Polystyrene heads. You could talk about polystyrene heads. Lawrence has got a head. She's so good. it must be steak and blowjob day. <laughs> yeah. Polystyrene <laughs> heads or, or Justice League. Anything you want to talk about. It's great. Come and join <laughs> Polystyrene heads or Justice League. Yeah, I'll have a polystyrene <laughs> head after watching four hours of Justice League this Friday. <laughs> That's going to be good. It's going to be it, better than Falcon and Winter be. Soldier. It might, it might not be. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Um, so we talked about shirts earlier, Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know your uh, little statement, you always do at the start of every show, which is which I really love. It's fantastic. Yes, uh, gets us kicked off, gets us hyped up. You can get that on a t-shirt. We can. And not only that, we try to release a new t-shirt every single week, and we've done it again this week. And this week's t-shirt is a t-shirt that I think you could all be proud to wear to any wrestling event when it opens, uh, or you know when wrestling events you're allowed to go to them again. Yes. There it is. Wrestling wins. Lawrence's key catchphrase, wrestling wins. Uh, yeah. The Ministry of I invented wrestling purchase. wins. If any other people start, I invented that back in 2010. So if when people we were... start thinking that they, they done it, it's me. I invented wrestling wins. That's when my we're the thing. best podcast on yeah. a Sunday night on Definitely. the south coast of England. So if anyone yeah. wants to go and get the wrestling wins t-shirt, it's on sale now for the next three days for 35% off. But, and, but guys, big news is I'm, I've actually just ordered myself a wrestling win shirt. But the big news is, guys, if anybody gets, hang on, they, any of our, because it's Pi Day, something to do with maths and stuff. I don't understand. <laughs> but because it's Pi Day, all of our maths. shirts right now, today, right now, are 31.4% off. So um, 
That's sexy, isn't it? Yeah, off of all of our shirts. So everything we've ever released is 31.4% off. So if anyone wants to go and buy something, help support the show. And again, no one's bought the Ministry of Cats t-shirt that we said we'd had. So if anyone goes and buys that, I will literally buy them a t-shirt. Any, I'll buy them another t-shirt. You get a free t-shirt. So you get this Ministry of Cats t-shirt right now. If you're looking on the podcast, it's a Ministry of Cats t-shirt. You get that t-shirt. And you get another t-shirt I will personally send you. So go and get yourself a t-shirt right now. And get a free t-shirt, guys. It's a free t-shirt. I mean, even if you just want to use the cat's one for like mopping up paint and stuff, but you'll get a free t-shirt. You can do whatever you want with it. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, we were we were talking earlier in the day about maybe taking down the Ministry of Cats t-shirt, and then you were like, "No, keep it up there, keep it up, because we're confident that someone is gonna someone's gonna buy it. No one's yeah. bought it yet, but by the by Christmas, someone will buy the Ministry of Cats t-shirt. It's gonna happen, by guys. Christmas, it will happen. <laughs> if you've got a loved one, you've got a girlfriend, she likes cats. Here. Are. Just say, oh, these are some models that are on some family photo thing I saw in, in Boots, and I got it printed on a on a, a T-shirt for you, my dear. Models. I love you. This is a Bon Jovi tribute band that really likes cats. <laughs> Don't, let's not talk about Bon Jovi tribute bands quick. <laughs> let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> okay, let's move on then. <laughs> do you know what it's time for, Lawrence? No. Oh, the news. I think you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay, ready. I'm ready. Push the thing. Okay. It is the news. Yes. Nice. Love it. Love this is the news on a Sunday night. Right. First of all, kicking off Andrade Cien Almas. That used to be called. Do you remember that when yeah. you used to have? Yeah, I remember that. It's just Andrade now. Uh, asked for his release this past Monday at the WWE Raw taping in St. Petersburg, Florida. It's not known as of this report if the... Oh, in fact, it is now known as of this report if the request has been accepted. They said no. Oh. Um, Andrade last appeared on television for WWE on night two of the WWE draft on Raw. He lost, lost to Angel Garza that night before being attacked by The Fiend. Uh, Andrade went undrafted and hasn't made an appearance since. Now, the interesting thing is that andrade is engaged to charlotte flair yeah so, like if he'd have like quit and buggered off to AEW or impact presumably yeah um you know where does that put charlotte flair um yeah. still being still probably wrestling a bit like brick well, baker yeah. and um adam cole true true yeah. true i watched adam cole a little bit this week it's good it's well done but no but interesting well, well again probably thinking i've got other places i could go to actually, you know, do my craft, you know, perform and have a bit more freedom with my, with my performances. Um, and uh, could do it has been, has been, has been denied. Craft with children. National Craft with Children Day. Yes, but it's been denied, Lee. It's been denied. He can't, it he's has not been allowed. Denied. Not allowed. No. What, but what are they going to do with him? Um, Nothing, probably. Just keep him yeah. there. And then they'll let him go next year. Next year. Yeah. When AEW have gone bankrupt probably yeah <laughs> do you or right. a question do you think he would have been released if there was no actual for one of you know a, a closer comp bit of competition with AEW? do you think they would have let him go like, if it was a few years ago i was gonna say yeah if it was like five years ago and um yeah AEW didn't exist and all you had was impact that was kind of chugging along and not really doing anything yeah. i think they probably would have i mean if they've the only reason they would keep him, well, two reasons. Number one, they don't want him to go for the opposition. Number two, they've got plans for him. Right. So, I don't know. It's going to be one of those. Did two he once beat John Cena? Him. Did he? I don't he, know. He might have done. That. I don't know. Chat room, talk to us about that. Did uh, Did Andrade beat John Cena? Maybe. 
maybe yeah. maybe maybe okay moving on uh, to some nxt news uh shotzi blackheart and ember moon are your new wwe nxt women's tag team champions blackheart and moon captured the tag team championships from dakota kai and raquel gonzalez uh wednesday night show open with nxt general manager william regal making the announcement and revealing their new wwe nxt women's tag team championships uh regal and kai and gonzalez the inaugural tag team champions because they won the first ever women's dusty roads classic and then later on in that show they lost it to uh shotzi blackheart and ember moon um those championship belts are really small yes they are small they look like children's belts you know like a wwe shop they do the normal size the proper big adult belts and they do the children's ones yes and about half the size before ministry of slam started i got fooled into buying one thinking they advertise it as a real one and i bought it from ebay and it was a child's belt oh no Bastards. what have you done with it now have you flogged i it? sent it back oh okay okay but yeah they did that weird they just gave them the belts yeah i mean yeah i don't know I don't know. Bit of a weird storyline. The fact they gave them the belts at the start of NXT and then they lost them later in the night. It's all building storyline stuff. It's very odd. Um, talking about something else that they announced on uh, NXT on Wednesday, uh, William Regal announced during NXT uh, that the next NXT TakeOver will be a two-night special with night one on Wednesday, April the 7th, and uh, that's on USA Network, and night two streaming live on Peacock in the United States and the WWE Network everywhere else. So if you're listening to this in the UK, it's just going to be on the WWE Network. Uh, right. If you're in the States, then, uh, yeah, Peacock for the second And of course, that's going to clash with possibly our Ministry of Slam Rumble. What are they thinking? They can see the competition, and then they're like, they're like, Man, we need to put something on two nights. We can't let them have a free night to put wrestling on. Well, it's, it's what they do, isn't it? I mean, they did it to AEW before because they saw them as competition, yeah. schedule stuff. Um, are both nights on the network here, though, Barraclee said? I would assume so. Yes. I reckon they would be. I think they would be, yeah, definitely. I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. We shall see. Definitely, uh, mate. Barrically said, I mean, we don't get other USA shows. There's no way they wouldn't put a takeover on the network. Yeah. And WrestleMania week. It'll definitely be on the network this week. Yeah. We'll definitely will. Definitely will. It's going to be good. Two nights. Yeah. Well, what a crazy week that's going to be. My goodness. So, lots of stuff going on. Two nights of NXT, two nights of WrestleMania, and then the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony will stream Tuesday, April the 6th, exclusively on Peacock in the United States and WWE Network everywhere else. Uh, for the first time ever, the ceremony will feature two classes of inductees taking their place in sports entertainment history. Now, the class of 2020, which was, uh, they were announced like well over a year ago because they were supposed to be inducted last year yeah. at WrestleMania, and then it never happened because of COVID. Uh, Batista, the NWO, the Bella Twins, why are they in the Hall of Fame? JBL, the British Bulldog and Jushin Thunder Liger. Uh, they'll be joined by a new class of inductees for 2021. And they've announced the first inductee, uh, which is Molly Holly wow. uh, for the 2021. Uh, she appeared in WWE from 97 to 99. And then in WCW from 99 to 2000 as Miss Madness and Mona. So um, I doubt I doubt that it's going to be a live event then, is it? No, no, no. I think well, what they're going know, to do... No offence to Molly Holly, they wouldn't announce her as the first inductee. Also, you've got the other class that would sell tickets. Yeah, I, I think it's pr presumably just going to be a, a empty arena kind of thing with people on a stage, and it'll be pre-recorded, and they'll just air it on the Tuesday, I reckon. That sounds lame and very boring. Mm. Doesn't Pretty it? Pretty boring. It no does. crowd. It does. It's going to be rubbish. Ugh, Although... It's going to be gone forever. That would never end. Loads of... <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, if they... Um... 
the, the good thing is if they pre-record it they always moan every single year about people like rambling on too long with their speeches and it goes like four hours and half the crowd disappears because they just wander off because they're bored um they'll be able to avoid that this year number one no crowd number two if it's pre-taped they can trim it all down and yeah drop out any of the people that are rambling really long like i am now um yeah i wonder if they'll um put eric bischoff in now he wasn't part of the nwo before when uh they announced the group but there's been a lot of outcry wanting eric bischoff to to be in it but maybe he shot himself in the foot there because he's had you know several AEW appearances lately yeah I don't think that. he's done himself any favours with that. He's not fussed. But there we go. Right. We're going to move on in a little while to talk about uh, some of our favourite bits from AEW Revolution, which yes. went down this past Sunday. Um, after, if you watch the pay-per-view, you're going to love what we're talking about here. So John Moxley addressed the crowd at Daly's Place on Sunday night with what was a botched ending to the exploding barbed wire match with what turned out to be a weak explosion. <laughs> and he said... Kenny Omega, yes, weak explosion is an overstatement. Uh, Kenny Omega may be a tough son of a bitch, but he can't make an exploding ring worth a shit. I've seen more dangerous shit on ridiculousness on MTV. What the fuck was that? Uh, Moxley then went on to thank the fans for coming out to the show and put over how the wrestlers worked hard from the first match until the last match of the night and that he would be back for his title and Kenny Omega. Wow. It wasn't very Um, good, but I mean... I guess we'll get to that when we talk about uh, well, all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Berkeley says, weak explosion. Was that not a TNA show? <laughs> <laughs> explosion, love it. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. The Tony Khan's come out and had a statement and uh, obviously overhyped. Let me tell you, I made, I made a huge telly, uh, a huge chili last week and I made some bigger explosions after <laughs> I ate that for four days on the trot than that AEW explosion. Yeah, yeah. Mm, exactly okay we'll we'll talk talk about that it was funny uh right it was announced during friday's wwe friday night smackdown that for the first time in 11 years edge will compete in a one-on-one match against jay uso the winner of next week's match will be the enforcer for the wwe universal championship match at fast lane uh the last time edge wrestled on an episode of smackdown was march the 25th 2011 when he was victorious over drew mcintyre how weird is that wow March 25th, 2011. So that's only a few weeks after, weeks before he he retired, wasn't it? So that's like 10 years. Mental. Crazy town. What about the Tony Uh, Khan situation with YouTuber? I don't know about that. I didn't hear about that. Sethi, pop it in the chat room. uh, Yeah. What what that's all about. I haven't seen that. So that'll be interesting because we're going to talk about AEW in a bit. Two to have gone the whole life without hearing about Lawrence's explosions. I was talking about science. Science, <laughs> gaseous emissions. Mm. Lovely. Uh, right. Final piece of news for this week. Uh, last night at Impact Sacrifice, Rich Swan defeated Moose to win the TNA World Heavyweight title, unifying it with the Impact World Heavyweight title. He will now go on to face AEW World Champion Kenny Omega at Rebellion on April the 24th in get this a title versus title match wow so whoever wins this match gets both championships interesting gonna it's gonna work? be it's gonna... gotta be kenny surely of course yeah um i think it will the only mm. thing I, I um i watched that match i can't stand matt striker as a commentator i've said it before it's <laughs> awful it's the most awful commentator ever i know wrestlers overhype stuff and they're supposed to wrestling commentators but my god my goodness like whenever he says anything it's just so annoying 
I can't I can't stand his I can't stand his commentary. It was bad when he was in the in the Fed years ago and now he's sort of like let off the reins a bit. It just make it ruins it. I can't Oh goodness me. Sorry Matt Striker. And he's only just come on as part of the commentary. I know. Just all, it's just awful. Uh, it just sounds like he's taking a chat. piss all the time. <laughs> uh, Bericles in the chat. Uh, uh, so this is the Tony Khan situation. Uh, basically, he got someone's review taken down because they used AEW footage. They complained to him and he said they shouldn't use AEW footage. Mm, well, okay. fair enough. It's his footage. It's the way it's copyright, isn't it? But the end of, uh, yeah okay yeah I mean it's we, his we've footage been bitten he, by that before yeah everyone does it's, it's his footage don't, don't steal YouTube footage everyone you know use, use a screenshot and talk about it you know, you know a lot of people do that it was to get cheap clicks they do and we don't like that no but no you know what I mean they, I, I agree can't use other people's footage if you created it to be fair yeah I mean I know we we got adverts and stuff they're thirty years old if we get burned for them we just do you know mm. they also oh, claim the they, mon monetaries. The Mm. Oh. Is that a new In tag team? The Manatrees. Impact <laughs> Tag Team Champions. <laughs> oh. oh, well. I know uh, he's got loads of money, but pff, I don't know. You know, some people won't agree with some do. Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. Agreed. Uh, right. So, Lawrence, do you know what that was? Oh, okay. Yep. I'm ready. <laughs> that was the news. It sure was. Um, uh, Mr. Priceless running down the rest of uh, Impact Sacrifice yes. results in the chat. Juice Robinson and David Finley are the new tag team champions of Impact Wrestling. Yeah, so you won't the see brothers. the Good Brothers on AEW with the belts anymore. No, but they might appear more on Impact on the AEW Wrestle War there. Who knows? The Philippine door. True. We're going to find out. Yeah, we will see what happens. Hmm, that was the news. Thanks for watching, everybody, if you're here. Good to have you Thanks here. For of course, I, I'm thinking some of the American people probably didn't realise there's a time difference. and We're... we're uh, bit early we're a bit later for them oh yeah 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 because yeah, yeah the time's changed over there time changed probably for the next yeah times yeah. are changing times are changing <laughs> anyway yeah if you're in the states it's a different time so enjoy yeah uh, right i'm gonna move on now last week so I, I was quite conscious we've covered AEW a lot and we've been a little bit down on wwe and uh really positive about AEW because i think lawrence and i are very similar to like similar with each other with our thoughts and we really enjoy AEW uh not necessarily feeling WWE so much at the moment it's just a phase potentially you know give it another year and we might hate AEW and, and WWE might be where we want to go um but I decided I mentioned this last week what I wanted to do was go through three things that I don't like about AEW and I'm going to do that now okay and I want you to chime in as well like see if you agree with this okay and keep in the chat room as well uh, and also if you're in if you're watching uh, live on YouTube not live on YouTube if you're watching pre-taped on YouTube uh, stick it in the comments and yes. uh, if you are on the podcast send in an email do something get in touch with us leave a review on iTunes uh, talk about stuff uh, so three things that I don't like about AEW they're a great promotion they're not perfect they're still young they're still learning a lot of stuff so the first thing that I don't like is the size of the roster. There is about 8,000 people working for AEW at the moment, and that's just way too many people. Um, I think one of the things I really don't like is, is when you bring in someone, and, and this is what something that like TNA suffered from back when we were doing MOS the first time around in like 2010. Yeah. You bring in a, like a, a major star, like, and I'd like to say someone like Rusev. Yeah. Comes in as Miro. 
should be like people are like yes finally he'll get his opportunity he was misused in wwe he'll be destroying people left right and center and he gets bunged into some mid-level um mid-level angle um which doesn't really mean anything and it, it doesn't really make too much difference yeah. same with brian cage he came in uh as former impact world champion he should be he should have been primed to be a really top guy and um you know again he's kind of he's with taz which is good because you know taz can handle his promos but again not really been pushed as much uh, and any other wwe guy that comes in you know sean spears formerly um uh ty dillinger you know he's kind of floating around maybe something's happening with him uh uh you know soon yeah as part of the bigger group but yeah what do you think about that do you think there, there's just too many people there sometimes i think yeah i think the rusev uh him coming in was a bit pants I think Brian yeah. Cage has been quite good. I mean, he he did go against Moxley, and then sure. um, has uh, was in the match with Sting, second, arguably the second biggest or third biggest match on the last pay per view. But yeah, yeah, there are like there are people that come in. I agree, like, and then they obviously bring in these Impact guys. It's yeah, there's there's a lot of people there, not enough TV mm. time. But then, do you want more TV? And then it becomes too much to watch. Uh, That's true. I, I just think they need to. I mean, th- this will lead on to my my second point, which is about. Uh, unnecessary talents. There are people that have been around since AEW started that should not still be with AEW. One of them, uh, and again, you know, it's the kind of uh, family style running of AEW. Now, people like Peter Avalon, who was the librarian to begin with, and yeah. now he's pretty Peter Avalon. He's should, he's no place being on TV. I'm sorry. Uh, people like Brandon Cutler, you know, he plays a. a Dungeons and Dragons gamer, I think, which is really? nothing against Dungeons. Of, yeah, yeah. He comes out with a big dice and he rolls it on the ground, and nothing against him, but he's. I, I don't really, I don't really get it. You know, there, there are people they're keeping around because they're <laughs> their friends. Um, Sefi don't like the young bucks. He says the young bucks. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to find it quite difficult to get rid of the young bucks from AEW. But yeah, some of these people that I, I really don't think uh, need to be there anymore. You know, maybe from day one arguably yeah keep them around but um yeah some of the some of the people that that are still sticking around there really don't need to be and especially they're unnecessarily inflating the roster you know trim some of those people stop giving them tv time and then you can focus on some of the people who are genuine stars because since day one they have bought in a fair few people that are genuine stars that need to be on TV. a lot of people yeah Hmm. so uh yeah i know cutler is yeah brandon cutler is friends with the elite guys and they've been you know friends since childhood but is that a reason for them to keep pushing him on tv and giving him tv time you know he's who's watching aw for brandon cutler not me i haven't bought any brandon cutler t-shirts no i haven't uh oh yeah uh, tony should grow a pair and get rid of them oh my goodness yeah absolutely oh the young bucks are we talking (laughs) they have pretty good Uh, matches yeah yeah they do they do lance archer i really like uh lance archer um i think he's he's got a good future he's been around for a long time as well gruff um, never saw rusev in wwe only saw him as mirror in aw don't get it pretty pants maybe he is pants you know there must might be a reason let's not let's not fool ourselves maybe he is actually not very good we maybe can't just, just think because he was in the fed and oh, we never really got pushed maybe he's just not very good maybe he's not supposed to be that level that's true I mean, as well you know we can't say because he was h- half decent guy in uh, the Fed, and then we go to AEW. He's that good. He might not be that good. There might be a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, as well, you could be very true. Yeah, yeah, very true. Uh, last thing that I don't like about AEW is something that they promised when they started off. Um, the when AEW started off, they promised they were going to start off this ranking system, 
uh, and try and build it into the story that there was going to be a ranking system. People would have to win matches and earn championship matches, uh, that kind of thing. It's something they did for kind of like the first year. And it's something that uh, WCW did, if I remember rightly, back in the early 90s as well. Yeah. And, and you could, you know, almost watch your favorite people coming up the ranks and, like, oh, they're, they're the number one contender. Well, great. Next week, they'll get a TV title shot or something like that. Yeah. And something that happened this week on uh, Dynamite was Christian Cage comes in, has oh, a wrestle yeah. the match, um, and immediately, you know, picks up the AEW title belt, indicating that there's going to clearly be a match between Christian Cage and Kenny Omega. Why does he get a title shot? I mean, I, I like Christian Cage. He has not wrestled for years. Mm. Seven years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, really, really weird. So I, I wish they'd go back to that. You know, I think part of the reason I like that idea is it, it kind of gives it a bit of realism, as it were. Yeah. Um, you know, people can't just walk in and demand title shots. You know, they've got to earn the title shots. And It makes a mockery of the ranking system. It does. And I know it's only TV. I know it's only wrestling. And I know it's only fun. But if you're going to say you're going to do something, stick to it. You know, stick yeah, to right. the story. Yeah. So there you go. I want some... Uh, so, da, 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 Crimson Mel in the chat. Can't say I'm the biggest fan of AEW. For me, they're doing what people criticize WWE of doing. Feels like a bunch of friends throwing some mess together. It's too many spots and not enough emotional matches. The physicality of the work is good, but for me, it's no heart behind it, uh, with the exception of everything MJF. MJF is really good. Yeah. Uh, AEW said it would be a sports-based promotion and wouldn't sign WWE guys when released. AEW is turning into TNA early Dixie days. Yeah, and that's that's a, that's a, another thing that I don't want to happen. You know, I don't want it to turn to TNA. I don't want them to have all these overinflated contracts. People aren't getting TV time and then they just start to filter off one by one. You know? And we'll talk about that when we do this week in wrestling history. So there's a prime example of that on this week's They're, one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Um, Mr. Priceless, another ex WWE guy straight to the belt. Bang goes the edge and Christian reunion on the road to mania. Um, so much for Cody saying not wanting to be WWE. Mm. It's interesting. It is. There's plenty more to talk about AEW tonight as well. After we'll talk there a little bit so about the revolution, what's happened on the fallout of that as well, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, I, I think what you need to do in a minute, Lawrence, is uh, and, and again on um, you know, make sure if you're watching on YouTube now, uh, make sure you stick a comment down. What do you think about what things don't you like about AEW? Uh, I love most things about AEW. Those are just three things I don't like, and I want them to fix it, and then they'll be even better. Um, but Lawrence, I can feel something happening right now. I can feel yes. some rumblings yes. some radiation the vibranium shield on the wall behind you is quaking because of the the radiation the powers it's you know it hasn't seen anything like this since it Thanos. is it is definitely it is definitely quaking um that i can feel it it's, it's it's coming but i think we also need to uh do a little thing of and say what's happening on sunday because we're doing the adverts aren't we now yeah, 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 we are, we are. So, so there, I can it. feel that I can feel the power, but also this Saturday, guys, <laughs> there's gonna be some bonus. Is it this Saturday or next Sunday? I, I forgot to put it on the show plan. Oh, okay. Um, I've got it here ready to go for the advert. Good. So next Saturday it is we're we're doing it. Um, we're gonna be on. We're gonna be guests on another podcast. We're gonna we're be on, we're, we're, we're going with the Forbidden Podcast doors open, and we're going on Radio Free Pro Wrestling. We um, are. And here's, and, a, uh, here's, yeah, an, here's an ad if you want to check out. We're on the camera, but we'll play the little thing they've got. This is Radio Free Pro Wrestling. Lee and Lawrence, thank you for this time to be on Mentally a Slam. It's such a pleasure. Before Radio Free Professional Wrestling was a thing, I was a fan of the Mentally a Slam. So I came to you guys with an idea. 
why don't we join forces for one week and we call the show Radio Free Ministry of Slam. And since I'm visiting your show and I want to be a good guest, I brought you guys a present. It is the world debut of the Radio Free Ministry of Slam theme. And it's going to drop in three, two, one. Welcome to Radio Free Ministry of Slam, the wrestling podcast event of the year. Please help David, the smart mark, and stunning Sean welcome their special guest hosts from Ministry of Slam, Lawrence Case and Lee Tyers. The revolution starts now. So the only question I got for the Ministry of Slam army and you, Lawrence and Lee, are you ready to start a podcast revolution? Because we'll see you this Saturday. Take care and have a great show. Now, I'm ready to start a revolution, Lee. Are you? I am ready to start a revolution. I might even just do a little circle to practice my revolutions. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm very. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So we're going to be on Radio Free Pro Wrestling this Saturday. We're recording. I think it goes out Sunday morning, doesn't it? I think it goes. Well, I think it's actually going out late Sunday night, uh, oh, Saturday it? night. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, great. You, you will be able to hear that before you see Ministry of Slam next Sunday. We're so. going to talk about wrestling. We are going to talk about wrestling for once. We're not going to talk about cats or uh, pancakes or anything like that. We're going to talk about uh, no Bericles, no, in, not in in place of next week's show. So you're going to have uh, yeah, double radio dose. Free, radio free Ministry of Slam on the Saturday on a podcast, and then you've got Ministry of Slam live on a Sunday night. Yeah, we're How back. Cool. Two two nights of talking about wrestling. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. And we are going to be uh, next Sunday. We've got a fast lane preview because there's yet another pay-per-view. Double wrestling talk. Double whammy. It's almost like a double ender, isn't it? Because of Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Well, well, don't you worry, Toodlepit. When I go on Radio Free Pro Wrestling, if I don't go on there and mention something to do with cats or pancakes (laughs) or my hair or Bon Jovi tribute bands, it's not a true representation of myself. That's true. Or so a true will, representation of Ministry of Slam. I will invade them on the slide and do a and do a uh, and do a subtle talk about cats. You guys wait. It's gonna happen. So <laughs> You gotta love it. We'll be back in a bit, guys, as we run the advert for uh, everything how you can support the Ministry of Slam. See you in one minute forty-four seconds. Remember, guys, there are some amazing ways that you can support the show. First off, you can head over to our Facebook page. Just head on over to Ministry of Slam on Facebook. Just whack it in that search bar. You can join the Facebook Ministry of Slam community. You can join the Instagram Ministry of Slam community. How do, what, how, do, how do you get to Instagram? Is it at Ministry of Slam? I think it is, Lee. It is. <laughs> do you know what? That's a, that's a coincidence because on Twitter, we are also at Ministry of Slam. So join us, uh, join us on Twitter as well. That's great SEO, mate. It's great they'll be able to find us there. And uh, of yeah. course, guys, you are watching us on Twitch. If you're watching the live video, we've got the Ministry of Slam Twitch page, Ministry of Slam Live. But we also stream on my Voodoo underscore Rocks Twitch channel. And we've got the affiliate status on this channel, which means you guys can subscribe to the channel. You can subscribe with Amazon Prime. If you've got Amazon Prime, you subscribe for free doesn't cost you any extra money any subscriptions we get during the live show will go towards ministry of slams running course and helping the show grow so uh great it's a great way to support the channel it's amazing amazing and uh, yeah as lauren said completely free if you're an existing amazon prime member just a few steps you have to go through and it's uh, sorted 
And don't forget, we've also got Discord. Lawrence, tell us a bit more about Discord. Yeah, we've got our Discord server. It's a great community. You guys can come and join it. Say hello to everyone every morning. Give Wisham good morning. Talk about wrestling. Discord.ministryofslam.co.uk will take you direct to the Discord server. It's just a really cool way to connect to the Ministry of Slam community during the week when the show's not on the air, when the chat room's not on the air. Really awesome way. All of us connect all over the world. Wrestling wins. It sure does. Yeah. We, we are back, Lee. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're God, back. I just hover over that mute button like for like 10 seconds right before we're due to come back, just waiting for you to say something so I can... Oh, okay. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have Zoom. I forget you can see me. I should just go, coming back now. I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It's all good. I'm just, like, <laughs> just waiting <laughs> to push my magic button. There, Anyone there else want to push my magic button? So, yeah. So, this this uh, this this Saturday, Radio Free Pro Wrestling, that's ways you can support Ministry Slam. It's good to be here. It is good to be here. I love it. It's a highlight of my week. I look forward to it every Sunday. Uh, and, do you know, we were talking, weren't we, just before the... Um, uh, we normally get together earlier on in the day uh, on a Sunday and we're, we do put a lot of work in behind the scenes uh, mm. for stuff, like you do and I do, all the way through the week. And then uh, Sunday is, is a pretty full-on day. And we it are... Is. Surprisingly, when we decided to do Ministry Slam, I didn't realise that it'd be pretty much all Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I did put a knit, Sefi, and Sefi just put in the thing, all my Nissan. I did do some touch-up paintwork on my Nissan today. So we've mentioned the Nissan now, guys. There you go. Uh, I've done some I've done some thumbnails today. There we go. Uh, I made some touch-ups on the, on the show plan. I think that's one of the things we are going to do for the uh, MOS Arena Rumble, whoever wins it. We're going to print off one of our show plans. We're both going to sign mm. it. And get my T-shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, T-shirt as well. So, yeah. Um, but that's just one of the extra things we're going to throw in there. Um, and also, I've been doing the uh, Muzzies in the chat room. Hello, Muzzy. Uh, the other thing that um, I think we're, we're, we're going to do is we've got, um, you know, we might have a new intro coming in the next couple mm. of weeks, which is yes. very exciting. Putting a lot of time on that uh, today um, to the point where I just had to walk away from it because my eyes were going square. But, no, it was awesome. Yes. Um, talking about awesome. Cycle let <laughs> oh i was trying to do a bit i was trying to do a build then <laughs> she's coming i've called her mm. um yeah legend has it 10 years ago a meteorite hit near pool in dorset it is. and uh, a guitarist from the local area was gifted with magical powers she was uh, and uh i mean well it might be a she it might be a he we can't confirm which guitarist it was it's a she it is definitely a she. She's a she, okay. mate. She's definitely not a he. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I so, just didn't want to confirm that it was definitely Meryl. <laughs> it, oh, it's definitely Meryl. Okay, good. Good, good, good. You, you're a female. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go, Meryl. It's Meryl. Hi, everyone. Hi, you. Meryl Mania. Yes, loving Why it. Why do you always it's... get that side? Once <laughs> <laughs> well, so I can see better. Oh, so Meryl, this is Christian who debuted... It's not old picture Christian, okay. but he debuted on AEW last week. All right. So we all thought it might be CM Punk, but it ended up being Christian. Hmm. So what does Christian look like? I'm getting like a vibe of toilets <laughs> that are mixed with guinea pigs. <laughs> like he looks a bit like a guinea pig, but he also reminds me of toilets. Good luck to you. Oh, what what reminds you? How do you remind you of toilets? I can't explain it. I think it's his screwed up face he's doing. And mm. uh, I don't know, this this area around his mouth and nose is reminding me of somehow of toilets. 
toilet brushes, a bit of sewage, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Toilets. Uh, oh, we should show right. me, uh, for next month. Marks, we should do Meryl Tony Storm for next month. Maybe we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, so Christian looks like toilets yeah. and guinea pigs. Yeah, because he's got like a he like a little piggy face, a guinea piggy sort of face as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> so his face it's his face nothing about his body is his face and his just his face looks like a toilet and a guinea pig there you go yeah, Toodle Pip yeah. draw that one <laughs> good luck <laughs> I mean I never really look at the body ever when uh, this happens this gift I have you're not a body girl then no no just, just a face girl just a face girl the body could be anything it's fine <laughs> I better go get some biscuits then <laughs> 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 Start shoving them into your face. <laughs> Love it. I like his yeah. hair though. I mean, it's in really good condition. Yeah, I like his Bye hair. Boxing. Yeah, I like it's long. Mm. So yes. So if anyone's listening to podcast, we've got a long-haired version of Christian here. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. We, we, yeah. For the podcast, we thought uh, Christian now has short hair in uh, the year 2021. This is a picture of Christian shortly after his WWE debut. Um, he come in as part of the brood with the white shirt on and then he turned into this version with the I wonder, I wonder if I'd get banned from Twitch wearing that sort of see-through top as, I think you it's can't, down you to can't the go topless on Twitch I could try it well maybe no you one could wear my bras underneath the top oh I could yeah I'll do <laughs> that <That'd be> awesome. <laughs> there we go wow. oh, Good thank, stuff. You very much. thank you very much thank you Matt. thank you for sharing your gift again Brilliant. thank you Lee thank you for having me <laughs> bye. love it there you go bye Meryl exclusive to Ministry of Slam. If nips don't show, I'll be good. So I can't show my nips. I might get one of those see-through shirts from Ministry of Slam next time. Do Brilliant. it. Yeah. Brilliant. Can you get like one of those shirts, but with an MOS logo or two MOS logos across the nipples? I like, could do. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, I'll try that. I'll try that. Try that. Try that. So there we go. Um, Toodle Pip is probably going to go pretty quiet in a minute because she's got a lot of work to be she's getting. She's got a lot. Get on with the artwork. Go for it, Toodle Pip. I don't know how she's going to do it. No. <laughs> um, okay, let's move on to AEW Revolution. Lawrence, did you watch it? Yes, you did. Good stuff. Um, so we're going to go through some of the some of the key uh, matches that happened. And what's uh, happening just... after Dynamite as well, isn't it? Oh well, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. In this last week, yes. This last week, yeah. yeah. Uh, do the Owen Hart style with danger written across your nipples. That's Could do. Weird. Our a... chat room is a frightening place. It's weird. weird. Um, okay, so we had the pre-show match with Britt Baker. She's one of your favourites. Um, and Maki Ito against, uh, defeating Rio and Thunder Rosa. Tag team match, but only on the pre-show. Do I regret is... watching it, Sefi? No, I don't regret it. Yeah, that was cool. That was good. It was all quite good, wasn't it? I like the Young Bucks match. That was good. Yeah, so again our predictions you know never listen to our predictions because they're always wrong uh young bucks defeated the inner circle chris jericho and mjf so they didn't win the tag team championships from the young bucks which i so much seems to have moved on since then isn't it so far that was a week ago and then everything that happened this wednesday yeah absolutely now uh kind of uh, well we'll talk about everything else that happened on dynamite later on because that was quite exciting uh ray phoenix uh representing the death triangle won the casino tag team battle royale um for for himself and pack and they now get an AEW world tag team championship match that was a pretty good tag team match yeah i enjoyed it yeah i like those guys are good i like those guys i didn't see anything on uh because 
Daniels and Kazarian said that if they lost their next match, they would uh, they would break up. I did, what, did they do anything on Dynamite? I was kind of watching it. They the won. Background. They won their match. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah, Hybrid Two and Chaos Project were in the in the crowd. Mister Priceless says, "Yeah, you're right." Um, uh, Shida defeated uh, Rio Mizunami singles match for the AW World Women's Championship. Really hard hitting women's match. If you like your uh, women's matches where they literally kick the shit out of each other, this is one to watch. It was a really good one. Went 15 minutes. They um, they beat the poo out of each other. They brutal. beat the poop out of each Very other. Very good match. Yeah. Uh, Miro and Kip Sabian with Penelope, Penelope Ford defeated the best friends who are at the moment Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor by submission. Not very uh, good. Again, no, that was kind of a nothing match for me. Nothing yeah. really happened. Bit of a rester. Um, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Um, not great. Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page. The, uh, what is it? Anxious Millennial Cowboy, he calls himself now. Really? Yeah, he's got a t-shirt that says Anxious Millennial Cowboy. It's a weird t-shirt. Which I think is really awesome. Uh, defeated big money Matt Hardy. How many gimmicks has Matt Hardy had during his Loads, career? mate. He's had loads. It's good, though, isn't it? How he keeps reinventing himself. Yeah, I mean, people say about Chris Jericho reinventing himself, but Matt Hardy... And know, he can always go back to uh, delete Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy, couldn't he? That one. Yeah. Broken or, Matt Hardy. He could easily go back to Broken Matt Hardy any time. Team Extreme Matt Hardy when he, he could could jumps off shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I don't good. know if he'll be jumping off too much shit anymore, anymore but I reckon, no, it's yeah, good. it's good. Uh, Jeff Hardy did a bit of a tease in the week where he gave AEW some praise. That's good. It will turn up there. They oh. definitely will. And they'll have a match against the Young Bucks or something. And they'll have a, a little Hardy's run. Young they definitely will. Be like TNA. You wait. Another year's time. But like, oh, it's just like TNA. Yeah. I listened to, going off on a bit of a tangent here, I listened to Eric Bischoff's podcast this week yeah. where he went back to that uh, pay per view where Jeff Hardy went against Sting for the TNA World Title. Oh, my Jeff goodness. Hardy was off his face. Yeah. And what Eric Bischoff had to do at the end of it to just try and you know solve the problem we uh, were on the air during that weren't we i remember that we spoke we were that. and we were like what the fuck yeah um yeah i don't yeah weird weird situation that's what tna was like back in the day you never knew what was going to happen mm. but yeah hangman adam page defeated big money matt hardy and the uh hangman now receives the losers 20 or matt hardy's 2021 first quarter earnings he does yeah that's good that was a good match i, I like i like him um, i like those guys hmm uh, we then had the face of the revolution uh, ladder Bayon match, Maggi. which we had. Uh, yeah, Ethan Page, all ego. Ethan Page made his debut. He did, in yes. AW, which that was, was pretty quite cool. cool. Uh, and Scorpio Sky won it, so he defeated Cody Rhodes. Yeah, uh, Penta L Zero, uh, Lance Archer, and Max Caster. Yep, another good is, match. Uh, which is cool. Uh, yeah, another another really good match. Some some really cool spots there. Good uh, solid ladder match. Nice and fun. We then had a cinematic match, which was uh, Darby Allen and Sting versus Team Taz, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, who were accompanied by Hook and Powerhouse Hobbs. Now, do you know what I hated about this match? Co commentary. Yeah. They weird. were commentating. Like right, it was live. Exactly. Yeah. Let's go over to this camera now and see what's what's happening at an undisclosed location. They're commentating on it like it's live, except there's camera cuts going all over the blinking place. It was I, clearly pre -taped. Yeah, that was pants. I did like how Sting had half Darby Allen makeup and Darby had the other. That was a nice detail. I like that. That, that was, was quite cool. And Sting yeah. kind of is a good way for Sting to work. It's quite good, wasn't he? 61 year old. Didn't look it. So it's the best thing about the makeup. You can't mm. you can't you can get away with him. It's like Kiss. Kiss the rock band. Yeah. It's exactly like Kiss. They can go on stage and pretty much look like they did 
um to all 10 12 15 20 years ago it's absolutely great. it's really good i quite I liked it. it the commentary was weird i didn't like that mm. um uh yeah no it was good it was good i like this that was a good it was a good cinematic match the commentary was a bit bit odd i wasn't too I keen on that yeah if they'd have if they'd have cut the match a little bit differently so mm. you physically just you know kind of like the undertaker match like it was like shot as if it was live in real time yeah and they could have got away with the commentary and it would have been fine yeah but, I did like the bit of Brian Cage carried Darby Allen up the stairs as well. Yeah. So that was inc- that was inc- he's so strong, very strong he man. Is. Very, very. He's strong a very man. strong man. Uh, Muzzy, do you two like Michael Cole? Mm. I've never we met interviewed him. Michael Cole back in the day. Oh, Lee has. Yeah, he's yeah he's really nice. He's um he's a good guy in real life. When we spoke to him, he he, he commentated commentated. He was a news uh, anchor when the uh, Iraqi war was going on. That was how he got his start. Wow, what was that? mental anyway but yeah he's all right he's a nice guy um uh so yeah that was that was their first official i think cinematic match i know they did the um, stadium stampede yeah exactly i was trying to think that was good i like that that was good as well that was a lot of fun wasn't it but this one kind of rang a little bit like the undertaker match yeah um at wrestlemania last year shows they could have done it sting and undertaker could have happened at wrestlemania like that last year could have done it missed the trick could have been it wouldn't have been what we all wanted but it could have been something and it might have been quite cool. And AJ but. could have had a proper match. Yeah, he but we, yeah, we ain't got it. Undertaker and yeah. all over him. Could have happened, guys. Could have happened. Could have. Um, and then we had the main event. Do we have to talk about this? No, it was no, we do, because the match was really good. <laughs> Um, the it match was, was really good. The trouble was, like, we had the explosion thing, which was, which was like, there's, it's the definition of fart in church. It's, just, it's the thing I say a lot. It's like a fart in church. That that explosion was that, and but everyone's, you know, people spoke about it. The match was brutal. The problem for me, mm. there's a few problems, was that fact. Well, no, what I liked about it, coming after the explosion situation, was that they didn't ignore it. If the Fed done something like that, chances are they'd ignore it. Because remember at Royal yeah. Rumble when um, they couldn't do the handcuffs thing for uh, Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns match? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just ignore it and they don't talk mm. about it. And the referee had to stop the count and stuff. And of course, that's not as bad as a supposed giant explosion. Yeah. But they ignore it. These guys, AEW on Wednesday, spoke about it and used it for a storyline. And they've continued on. Now, the problem is, is, of course, John Moxley takes the one-winged angel through a chair. So potentially one of the most brutal moves ever in wrestling. So the one we angel, no one's ever kicked out of it. And then he gets it through a chair, but he's just back two days, two, three days later. So he's not selling it at all, which is yeah. which is a problem. But the match, fair play to those guys, was utterly brutal and it was good, apart from the ending. Um, but what I do like is that they haven't ignored it and they've used it for the storyline. Um, now, I think they've done well with Eddie Kingston and Moxley on AW with that promo they cut where Moxie, uh, Eddie said it sent, took him back to the prison time and that's why he fainted and stuff. And that's really good. I, mean, I think that's that's quite good because it's quite a serious... It's a good way of pacing over the mistake that happened. The trouble was you've got Kenny Omega then lying on the ground with Don Callis going, 69 me, Don, 69 me, which then makes a real mockery of it. It's a bit silly, dry humping each other. I don't know. I mean, ugh, ugh. is it good? Is it bad? I like it that they didn't ignore it and just didn't... You know, they just went with it. And you, yeah. you turned it into a story. I think Moxley should have sold a bit more. He shouldn't have been on the telly. He should have sold that brutal move through the chair at least a week. Mm. But he's back again fighting. Um, 
But no, it was good. And I think generally it was, it was all good. Scorpius guy took a heel turn this week, potentially. Yes. Yeah, 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 against, yeah. Um, against Derby. And Sting looks like possibly going against Lance Archer. Now, what's that going to be about? Mm, that will be interesting. How are they going to do that? Is it going to be another cinematic match? Or does he trust Lance Archer to do the right thing and not damage him in the ring? Now, I don't know. I think with Sting, he needs to go off telly for a few weeks now. He needs to get beaten down by Lance Archer. And gone from telly. I'm taking my time. He gets leave him for a few weeks in the dark, yeah, and he's stuff. gone. He's gone because he's he can't keep coming out on telly for the next two months. Just go, ah, you know, just, just doing his wandering out it, doing it, the it snow. And... Not not special. He needs yeah. to go away and get take get beaten down and then come back in weeks to come. That'd be really cool uh, for him. He, he needs to be kept special. Uh, Scorpion's got a heel turn. Good because he's not been being used. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Ethan Page, did you hear on the American co- American feed of AEW, there was basketball commentary over his first match, which was weird. So that's not very good. <laughs> no, so. my thoughts on the on the match, I mean, the, the barbed wire stuff was horrendous. It looked really cringy. It really did, and, and it looked super painful. What I didn't like with the, you know, they said all th- well, three sides of the ring were covered in barbed wire, and if someone touched it, explosions went off. Yeah. Um, the explosions for me now there are two sides to this this is side one the explosions for me they went off kind of next to the ring rather than physically at where the wrestlers were and they showed up during the slow motion stuff when they got chucked out the ring and they landed on that platform the explosions went off kind of next to it um and then yeah the 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 thing at the end was interesting with just the, the fireworks going off and and interestingly what i thought about first of all was that Mick Foley and, and Terry Funk match that we watched last week because yeah. it looked exactly the same with the the sparklers going off and yeah. and that was that was pretty much it and I thought they were going to parody that I thought they were going to say oh well it's, you know it's what happened with Foley and uh, you know it's what they did in the King of the Death match so it's good enough for us but then the fact that I think Eddie you know the whole ring was supposed to explode Eddie Kingston was supposed to be unconscious but the fact that nothing happened and then they still had to roll Eddie Kingston off, he couldn't. Yeah, that was, that was that was that they couldn't just go with it. That was that was no. the problem with it. But so then you could tell they then had to kind of improvise and they really covered it off well in the uh, you know, leading up to Wednesday and Dynamite, saying that you know Kenny Omega didn't like build. He's not very good at building exploding rings. That's why it wasn't very good. And Eddie Kingston fainted and and all of that. And and Tony Khan said, you know, people were kicking off about the ring being crap and he said well what could we actually do we we can't physically blow up the ring mm. you know we can't actually put explosives under it or you know have proper exploding explosives exploding explosives yeah, yeah. Exactly. um like on the wrestlers so in which case yeah exactly Bericles has just said then don't do the match which I, that's kind of what i'm left with a little bit mm. you know if you're going to hype it as that then don't either do it or don't do it I know yeah I agree and the trouble yeah and the thing is with those other matches we watched the crowd was so far out weren't they Mm, remember there was a massive gap between where the crowd was sitting and the ring and the the crowd weren't moved out from the rest of the match was Mm. it because obviously they had have the other the rest of the pay-per-view yeah yeah, what we're all looking over the fact is that Eddie Kingston who is to be honest someone I've discovered since he turned up in AEW more and Mm. I've, I've liked him I like he's not a conventional wrestler that you see you know um how I, I like him i like him he's a good he's just good character i really enjoy him he was mm. a bad guy here going against moxley all before christmas and stuff and then it, gets, it becomes friends again with him because of this whole yeah. he doesn't want to see his friend get blown up of course it didn't happen and that's a shame because storyline wise which is stuff that i like that could have been a good little story mm. of course it's now it's been 
oh, they've placed over the, the bomb exploding. They covered it up, which is good. But it's a shame that we didn't get the real story, what it would have been. I think that would have been quite cool. And both yeah. of them gone for a week and then Kingston turns up and, you know, says, oh, I've passed. You know, oh, I don't know. Them gone for a little work comes for, comes for a tag team thing. I think it could have been very cool. Um, but, I mean, you can praise them for for uh you know not ignoring it which is good and i like it that they didn't do that but it's a yeah, shame yeah. as i like this medium of entertainment that the story wasn't what it could have maybe been yeah yeah no i'm with you i'm with you um we're going to be talking a little bit later on about overhyped debuts the most overhyped debuts in wrestling history but the one thing we have kind of left to last talking about revolution is the uh debut of christian cage um we made our predictions last week who we thought it was going to be i went with cm punk um i don't know who did you go with in the end i think i, I went with um johnny lawrence a johnny oh yeah from cobra, cobra kai. kai he yeah, wasn't in gutted no it's a shame uh, he would have kicked not, ass it's not it's not badass enough for him no it's not badass no new japan that's where he wants to go damn right yeah uh so christian is the the, the person who comes out okay Again, couple of things I want to say about this. Christian Cage comes out, and I do like Christian Cage. I think if they use him right, he could be really good in AEW. Um, so two things. Number one, don't hype the shit out of it. Everyone was expecting CM Punk or, CM Punk or Brock Lesnar. And then Christian Cage comes out, and people are immediately going to shit on it because he's not as good or is not as big as CM Punk and Brock Lesnar. It should have been, you know, just a surprise without it being promoted. Um Second of all, he his music is kind of a, a revamped version of his TNA theme. Yeah. And uh, you could tell a lot of people in the crowd knew the, the music before he came out. So it kind of ruined the surprise as soon as the music hit. Yeah. Before his name popped up on the thing. I mean, it was kind of half and half, I think. You know, some people waited until his name came up and were like, oh, my God, it's Christian. Um, I don't think girl- it's game changing. Like they said, it was a bit of a Dixie Carter situation. As much as Christian yeah. is a... 20-year veteran of wrestling more than that yeah. um is is he really gonna change the game i don't i don't think so to be honest myself yeah i mean it's i i just think it would have had more impact if if we weren't built up to think it's going to be oh my god vincent man's going to turn up on aew you know something like that it, we it was so so hyped um yes. and, well that's our own know, fault well it is but it's also um partially the the fault of tony khan overhyping it yeah i i think you know if people are going to tune into the pay-per-view they're going to tune into it anyway it it did get a really high pay-per-view um buy rate from what i heard a really really high one um one of the highest since in the last 10 years i think i remember reading other than w other than wwe so um i mean that's not saying a lot but Again, I think I'd have liked to see him just come out as a surprise. I think it would have been better as a surprise. That would have been quite a bit... I think it would have been better. I think it would have been yeah. better. They hyped it too much. Mm. Um, and we, we all got caught up in the hype. Oh, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, all this stuff. Yeah. You know, you got to think seriously. And uh, the, interestingly, so I did see Christian in an interview. He said um, it went back to that unsanctioned match against Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. And he couldn't... And they got tested and he couldn't do nothing. He wasn't allowed to... Because he hadn't been cleared. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to do anything. Oh, was that the like, Rene Young? Yeah, and he was like, is this, all I, is this all I can do? It's just, is this all I can do now? And he was a bit upset. So he only got himself retested and he got cleared. That's how he got in the Rumble. He wasn't signed yeah. up. And then Tony Khan contacted him because they're mates and signed him. I don't think he's game-changing myself. I'm not a massive Christian fan. He's a good wrestler. But, yeah. you know, he's not game-changing, is he, really? More not so, really. I would say someone like 
in terms of the market they're going for, he's not, is he? I mean, someone like Sting turning up is more like a game changer to pull in a lot of older fans, I would say. Yeah. Um, even if someone like, you know, saying Jeff Hardy turned up, would he be game changing? Not, not really. really. I mean, again, what we the, the only two people we could think of that would have been game changing, or maybe three, Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, and John Cena. I mean, then the closest one you're going to get is Punk, maybe, but I doubt it. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, other people like The Rock, Stone Cold, but The Rock would never do it because no. his movie schedule, Stone Cold wouldn't be able to wrestle. Or would he? You know, Edge has come back. See, uh, Christian's no. come back. And he wouldn't do it either, uh, mate. You know, there's, there's no. not many people that are game changing. I mean, arguably, they've got Jericho, who's bigger star than christian is he you know yeah he's he's I'd got so. he's set you know i don't know it's for me it's not like game changing and i don't want to, i don't want them to keep doing that um you know so oh, it's going to be this big game changing thing happening and it's, it's a bit disappointing because this i know you i know you have to hype stuff but would yeah. did they sell any more pay-per-views because of the the hype up of who the wrestler is going to be i don't think they did i think they sold they sold those pay-per-views, the biggest buy rate, like you just said, for a long time because of the back of their storylines they've been building yeah. and people being fans of that uh, wrestling promotion, not because of the the hype. They could have turned up as a surprise and that would have been big, big news on social media the next day. Yeah. And make sure you buy AEW pay-per-views because surprises can happen. Like Christian, who only appeared in the Rumble a month ago, turned up last night, surprise. Rather than, exactly. oh, it's going to be Brock Lesnar. And it was Christian. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they I made get, a rod for their own back on that one. They did, damn you, Rod. Yeah, uh, and it was do you know a bit what? Of a I, fart in church. It was a bit of a fart in church, just to bring it <laughs> full circle. Uh, one of the things I I, I saw was um, uh, that the raw the picture of the Royal Rumble of Edge and Christian in the middle of the ring, like hugging. Yeah, and everyone at the time thought it was oh, oh my I god, did. they're back together. That's why they're all uh, that. That's why they're um, so emotional and everything. But at the time. Uh, they potentially knew or like he'd already had talks with uh, AEW at that point and Christian knew he was probably going to make the jump so Did he? at that point yeah I mean oh, that's wow. what he said in the in the interview he'd had talks with Tony Khan and he was entertaining the idea at the time he hadn't signed anything but potentially at that point that was they knew it was going to be the last time they're in the same ring together yeah how emotional is that well that was good I, I liked that I remember said it when we talked about the Rumble that was a great emotional moment when they they hugged it out yeah. I thought that was quite cool it, I was, like that. it was good. It was hmm. good. Inter in it was interesting. We just have to say it goes. But I agree. He shouldn't get a belt shot, a belt for the title shot. Should he? No. Not straight away. Absolutely. Now I'm getting bored talking about modern wrestling, Lawrence. Can we t can we talk about some like WCW in the in the 90s? Because that's what I like. We can. In mate. fact, I've been watching. I've been watching on the network this afternoon. I watched Halloween Havoc '96. Wow. And I watched Super Brawl Nine. Right. How cool is that? And the one thing, and again, I talked to Lawrence about this before the show when I had uh, Halloween Havoc 96 on in the background. What pisses me off is when they go back and they edit WWE superstars themes over the... like. So you've got Chris Jericho in 1999 before he leaves to go to WWE. Yeah. He comes out and he should have had his WCW music, but they put the Walls of Jericho music on when he comes out. Licensing, mate. That's why it costs too much money. Waste of money, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I know, but just stick some other random music over the top of it. Everyone knows the Walls of Jericho thing didn't come until like a year yeah. later. Stupid. It's wrestling. Wrestling! Yeah. Right. So, so what, what, what we got this week, Lee, for our, for our videos? 
what have we got this week for our well, videos? So we've Lawrence. got two options, guys. We've got two things. Uh, back, we've gone, we've gone, gone the way back time machine. We went to 1992 and we found an advert on the internet for Galoob WCW figures. So this is a, this is an advert, yeah, for the Galoob wrestling ring. So if any of you guys had it, chime in. I definitely, I think I had it. I think I had it. I'm not sure. It. But here you go, guys. Here's the advert we found. Are you ready to fight? Then step into the ring and take on Sting! There's me and my rival, the nature boy, Ric Flair. And there's a total package, Lex Luger, plus more WCW wrestlers with their own ring and cage. The only place for the ultimate grudge match! Sting, flying into the ring! Watch Lex bounce off the roof! Oh no! Rick climbed the pole! Sting comes back with the body slam! The WCW wrestlers ring and cage, you put it together. Figure so separately from Galoo. I dare anybody to take us on! And there we go. That's our. That's that's the first one, guys. The Gloob. I had them. I think I had that. I can't remember. I'll be honest. I can't. I remember. definitely had the ring, and I Whoops. had a load of the figures. Uh, speaking of the figures, Lawrence. Yeah. I've got some. I actually had some <laughs> arrive. In um. Seamless. 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 Look at this. So I had some <laughs> arrive today. This week. Loads of figures of, of topless men. Look here. You go this Sting. Is a Sting one from 1992. Good. Good condition. Amazing. So this one, guys, I've I've confirmed with Lee. He's got a bit of a, a bold bottom, but oh. I've confirmed it with Lee. I'm going to give this away as one of the prizes in the MOS Rumble. Wow! So I mean that. Um, sign up. This is thirty year old wrestling figure that you would get. So if you've not signed up yet, please do sign up for that, and you can get this thirty year old Sting figure that I just bought um, from from the eBay. So I've got another one. So I've got a pink Sting. Got Arn Anson. If you want to listen, I'll another Arn Anson. He's got a weird bold head that Lee pointed out that they painted. Yeah, it's very odd. It looks so weird. Got a Lex Luger. I got another Sting. And I got, uh, yeah, the Steiner Brothers. Got quite a few, so that's really cool. So, yeah, so. That's good. They are so, good yeah. figures. So make sure you've entered the Royal Rumble, guys. The MOS Rumble coming up at WrestleMania time. And it's got Steiner as well. And you can this sign up. This one looks just like him. If you're looking, if you're, look at him. It does, does look like him. Hey! Join the MOS Rumble! 18! <laughs> you can uh, sign up for the MOS Rumble, ministryofslam.co.uk forward slash MOS Rumble. All we need is your name, email address, and which character you would like to be in the Rumble. Now, uh, we've had some people that have uh, nominated just made up uh, characters. It could be anyone who. You don't have to have wrestling. Potentially, it doesn't yeah. have to be wrestling. It could be anyone sort of. Who are you, Lee, and who am I? Or, are we going to tell people now? Sure. Yeah, I think we should to give an example of who they could choose. So I one of my favourite programs I've watched in the last year, if you are uh, uh, regularly frequent the uh, the stream, is a program uh, which is all about being badass. It's Cobra Kai, and one of the most badass people in all of wrestling, in all of fighting, in all of combat sports, is is a uh, the uh, two time All Valley Karate Champion Johnny Lawrence. Uh, sadly, he lost to Daniel Larusso in uh in 1982 i think four. and i did four he lost daniel larusso yeah. but yes but he is also the former sensei master of cobra kai dojo so i am going to be johnny lawrence in the ministry of slam rumble and that means my main man lee is going to choose his... i'm choosing also two-time all valley karate champion uh double time back to back 84 and 85 all valley karate champion daniel larusso oh my goodness me so we we haven't even gone for wrestling people i'm, I'm johnny lawrence <laughs> and lee over there lee is um 
is January LaRusso for the Ministry of Slam Rumble. Make sure you sign up for it, guys. It's going to be such a fun stream. We have more details coming soon. It's so easy to sign up. If you listen on the podcast or anything, just sign up. It's going to be wicked good fun that everyone can come and join. It's really, really cool. If you've not signed up for it yet, please do. And one of the, we're going to definitely, I'm Lawrence is Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence is Lawrence. He's got, a, I, yeah, watch out for those legal kicks, Lee, as well. Yeah, well, I'm Daniel Lee Russo. Yes, he is. Daniel, Lee, Daniel Lee Russo, yes. <laughs> so it's going to be cool. Um, and it's going to be lots of fun. A great way to build the Ministry Slam army slash community. And just great fun, guys. Great, great fun. It's going to be really good fun. A way to sort of get everyone involved. Um, but yeah, we've also got some more old adverts here from WCW in 1992. Let's go back to the two cams. Boff. There we Let's go. We are that. here. And this is one I found earlier on today. And it's for the WCW magazine from 1992. You guys oh. can hear it on the podcast. We should be playing it as well. But it's a subscription-based magazine. It's got El Gigante in here. And he, they actually get him to talk. It's crazy. So here we go. The story continues. WCW Magazine, the official publication of World Championship Wrestling. Awesome! Not just a catalog, but page after page of everything you want in a magazine. It's really big. Hard-hitting features and inside <laughs> information. I can't believe they printed that! And you can save 33% on your subscription. Yo, subscribe today and save some. Who's that? On newsstands worldwide. It's I'm WCW about five seconds behind, or ten seconds behind you. It's totally massive. And now my stream is frozen. <laughs> so who is that guy? Oh my goodness, you dropped a shitload of frames. Damn it. Oh, I don't know why that's doing that. But yeah, who's that guy? I don't know which guy. There's a massive guy. PN News. Oh, PN, oh, PN, PN News. News. There we go. PN News. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, did you ever get any of the WCW magazines from back then? No, no, I didn't. Because I did. Right. I had some of them. They were good. They weren't as good as WWF magazines, but they were, yeah, it was classic early 90s stuff. Um, the one with Lex Luger on the front, I definitely had. Um, and the one with uh, Sting and the Steiners on the front, I definitely had that one. Right. No, I, I didn't um, have any. Um, my dad didn't like wrestling, so he wouldn't have bought me yeah. anything like that. So, But yeah, no, that was um, yeah, PN News. Wow, that's PN News. I don't really know much about PN News. The Ratmaster PN News. He came in uh, about the same time as Van Hammer. Right. Except Van Hammer was allowed to go to the UK and promote the WCW videos with Johnny right. B. Bad, like we saw the other week. Interesting. That's interesting, that. It is interesting. I'm lucky I didn't know enough about PN News. Thank you, Pericles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to check um, some of the early uh, or some of the 91 pay-per-views. PN News will be in that. And he used to like wrap his way to the ring. He looked a bit like... Um, do you remember the Fat Boys when they did... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah all of that he was kind of like that was he like my name is pn and i'm here to say i like to do wrestling in my own kind of way if you like, like wrestling and you don't <laughs> care wcw is on the air i like it that was good um good. like mr price says yo baby yo baby yo that's what he always would say all right and he'd get the crowd sing along with him he came out about the same time as um yeah van hammer johnny b bad big josh it's uh, just random gimmicky people. Um, yeah. Very so, interesting. Yeah, and uh, Barakley said that's better than anything he ever did. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you. So there we go. I love the time machine that we do every Sunday, going back in time and looking at old school WCW so stuff. I, mate. You it's might very, say very they are wrestling rarities. They are wrestling rarities. And we've literally, we've nearly got that ready to go up live. So if anyone wants it, we will literally post it. We've got about 10 videos listed now of old stuff, of UK TV appearances, American stuff we found on the internet. So you guys will up, uh, put them up and they'll be all up there. You've probably seen some of them on YouTube before, but they're all on the Ministry Slam channel, which are all in one place on one playlist. And it'd be good for you guys to check out if you want to check it out. It'd be very, very cool.
That'll be coming when? Later this week? Yeah, I think or... so. We've got about 10. We've got about 10 Yeah, okay. Now. We said we'd wait till we get to double vi- double figures and then we we put them up. So Yes, we will. Yeah, all good. Uh, Muzzy, Al Snow is not still wrestling. However, he was in the crowd at AEW Revolution this past week. He was, yes. They actually showed him on, on camera, which is really cool. Yeah, they did. That's really good. Does a lot of training stuff these days. He does. Um, okay. We've got another segment coming up, Lawrence, and we, we talked about Christian Cage and how it may have been may have suffered a little bit from being overhyped. We were a little bit. Uh, yeah, we're expecting Lesnar, we're expecting Punk, we're expecting something huge like they promised, and it was Christian, which was cool, but not what we're expecting. No. We expected a lot more. So we're going to talk... With, uh, Lawrence came up with the idea to do some... Uh, some o- the most overhyped wrestling debuts, things we're expecting big things for, for or from, and they never happened. Mm. Um, now I don't know what order you've got the pictures. Lawrence, I've just so got them on a slideshow, Lee. You've got them on a slideshow. Cool. Yeah. All right, so we can we can do them in whatever order. Yes. Shall we hit the ones in the show plan first yes. in order? So if anyone's got any overhyped debuts in wrestling, please let us know as well. So the first one we're going to touch on is Glacier. Yes. Now uh, mid nineties WCW, uh, you started seeing these promos for uh, Blood Runs Cold, whatever that is, and uh, what we eventually. Uh, worked it out was that uh, Blood Runs Cold was a gimmick that was going to be a little bit like Mortal Kombat. Eric Bischoff wanted to bring sort of video game stuff into wrestling, wanted to bring Mortal Kombat style characters into uh, WCW. So uh, the first one was Glacier. Yeah. Who was uh, Ray Lloyd, who I think we most recently saw at uh, All In, escorting Cody to the ring, a uh, friend of the Rhodes family. And uh, I think he does, I think he's a trainer now as well. Yeah. Um, he came in as Glacier. Like had the whole Sting Snow gimmick going on when he was uh, coming to the ring. They also had Mortis, who was Chris Canyon back in the day, and uh, Wrath. I think that was when he start. He came into WCW. It was all capitalised on Mortal Kombat, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. Eric Bischoff said he thought it was a, a great idea at the time, trying to capitalise on a different market, which was which was quite cool. Um, so yeah, fun times. The, the problem is it came in all around the same time as uh, the the NWO was kind of kicking off and NWO really based on reality. And then you had like 20 minutes later, uh, you know, matches involving these kind of comic book cartoon yeah. video game characters, which it was just a bit of a, a bit of a weird situation. Um, yes, absolutely. Mr. Priceless wrath was Adam bomb and uh, Brian Clark from chronic, who I always thought was quite underrated. Yeah. Um, I liked him, liked Adam bomb. Yeah. Good, very weird. Glacier. I remember seeing that, but just to capitalize on sub zero, literally looks like sub zero. Yeah, I don't know if they exactly get away with that now. I mean, Mortal Kombat was a little bit against the thing, wasn't it? Against the grain back then. And we don't like Mortal Kombat because violence and stuff. So probably yeah. the the uh, the Mortal Kombat claim midway were uh, sorry were probably focusing too much on that and not really copyright issues. He's literally Sub Zero in the yeah. wrestling ring. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was good for what it was. I think it would have if it would if it come along a couple of years earlier. I think it would have done a lot better. Yes. Than uh, than it already did. Um, people are already talking about it in the next in the chat room, uh, but the next one is Shockmaster. That's just um, hilarious. Now I don't know if it, was it hyped? Was it was it a tease debut? Was it someone that was planned to, or was it just a? Surprise I think it was hyped thing? for that thirty seconds, and it was over for when Sting talking about it on the flare for the gold, and then it's just hilarious. One of the funniest That's things right. ever. If you've not seen it, if anyone has not seen the Tim Fall Storm Trooper as Toodle Pip is talking about it, check it out. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's one of Meryl's favourites. She loves it. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, if 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 you are uh, only a casual fan, uh, yes, yes, Bericles, we have seen Arachnaman in WCW. We'll talk about that in a bit, actually. Yes. Um. So 
yeah, the the shockmaster. So he is supposed to burst through a wall and look all intimidating. And it, it, it was supposed to be a, a big, strong, muscular guy with a, a big sort of woolly cloak on and a scary mask. Yes. What actually happened was he burst through the wall, tripped on it, fell on his face, and mask his mask came skidding off. <laughs> that is the best thing ever. And again, Live on telly. Live on TV. If you're only a casual wrestling fan, you haven't heard of it, just look Shockmaster debut WCW. And you'll watch it. It's one of the funniest things ever. And the best thing ever is when he he scrabbles, puts his helmet back on, and then still tries being, you know, super scary. And yeah, with a weird voice. You stay. We're gonna get you. Oh, that's terrible. It's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, it was good. And the fact it was tugboat as well. Yeah, you know? it was tugboat. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. And the the helmet was just a stormtrooper helmet. Yeah, with a still, yeah. couldn't see. Could he? I'm no. mad. That would have took ages to paint that helmet. And they're quite expensive as well. Imagine like buying like a mint condition stormtrooper helmet and then having to spray it like that. I wonder where that helmet is. He must have it. I bet he's got one. Yeah. I think he did something at Starcast a couple of years ago. Did he really? Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Interesting. Yeah. So that was that was that one. Uh, another one, which I really remember watching very well. Now, if you were a fan, this just goes back to my early days watching wrestling. If you're a fan of WWF in the early 90s, uh, you used to have to buy wwf pay-per-views on sky movies yes and if you didn't buy them you could tune into them but all you got was the audio and you have this kind of scrambled signal showing up on the on the tv so you could yeah. listen to it but you couldn't see it uh so two things happened at survivor series 1990 number one the undertaker turned up and i was listening to it <laughs> and thinking oh my god the undertaker i don't know what who, does he look like i don't know what he looks like and everyone's going oh my god look at the size of him and I'm like, who the fuck is it and the other thing that happened was the egg hatched. Man, that's um, lame. Lame, and he's been, he's been kicking around for ages. He has, and it was the gobbledygooker. Berkeley uh, says it's not the only thing he used to watch that way. I wonder what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I remember all this this white stuff all over the screen. Yeah, you because know, it's scrambled. Is yeah, what yeah. I meant. That's, yeah. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so Gobbledygooker was awful, and I didn't know what he looked like at the time until I finally got hold of the uh, pay per view uh, months later. Yes, and uh, yeah, awful. what were they thinking? That is awful. That guy's mad, and he's still in charge of WWE now. The guy who thought that, yeah, crazy. He thought, that, he thought that would be a good idea. Bananas, absolutely, absolutely bananas. Absolutely bananas. There's many overhyped wrestling. Um, Debuts, isn't there? The Renegade. We're going to talk about the Renegade. He's crazy. Hulk Hogan bigging him up. The the one's coming. Is it? Isn't he? He's coming. Yeah. He's coming. And there were videos of you see the arms and the tassels, and yeah. everyone was like, "Oh my god, the Ultimate Warrior is going to WCW." It wasn't. It was the Renegade. 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 He played also the Renegade. He played fake Ultimate Warrior, didn't he? When the Ultimate oh, Warrior did, did turn up to WCW, yeah, up oh, in the okay. stands and behind mirrors and stuff like that. So yeah, he played played that. But yeah, he's sadly passed away, didn't he? He did. He did. That's um, overhyped. I picked one that I thought was a two twenty one eleven. Was that everyone thought it was going to be Sting in WWE a few years ago when we were still doing MOS? I've got oh, it in the yeah. slideshow, and there, there was, was a there was a tease cabin. that people thought it might be Sting turning up in WWE, and it wasn't. It was the Undertaker turning up, and then TNA done their other other one three ten eleven or something, didn't they? And then it was yeah. the Sting's return. But there was a tease, and everyone there was a real tease that Sting was turning up. In the Fed. There was there was a picture. It was like a cabin in the woods, and it yeah. was all dark and everything, just like and the then, rainy sting ones from the crow sting. And that's in, right. Yeah, 
So it's and real. There was, uh, the, there was the date showed up on the thing, yeah. and then it like puffed away into smoke. And if you freeze framed it, the smoke kind of formed, and and you could read Sting. Yeah. And everyone was like, "Well, fuck it, it's obvious. It's got to be Sting." Sting, because he was in, he was in a bit of contract sting. dispute with TNA at the time, wasn't he? he wasn't super going to be there for the time being, and then and it ended up being yeah Undertaker going against Triple H that year. Yeah. And Sting stayed in TNA for another three years, and then they fought in 2014. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, frightening. A, that was a, for me. That was a very big overhyped uh, wrestling uh, yeah. debut because it wasn't. It wasn't Sting. So it was Sting Chin because it was in the shadow. Yeah, it was. That was that was a big one for me. And then yeah, and then TNA done exactly the same advert, didn't they? For Sting actually turning up back in Pretty TNA. Much. They kind of copied it, didn't they? Yeah. They done it on purpose. Clearly, it was clearly clearly a copy yeah. on that one. But yeah, that was a that was very weird wrestling with the overhyped like. Stuff like the Renegade, uh, like, do they think we're a bit stupid? Like, even back then, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, clearly like, well, he's an Ultimate Warrior right? ripoff. So <laughs> it's like when you go to the car boot sale uh, or the market and you see, you know, you're like, oh, wrestling figures, but they're like fake wrestling figures. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just like wrestler fighter. Like, and it yeah. looks like it's like a Hulk Hogan clone wearing like blue pants or something. Yeah. It's like, this isn't um, a WWF wrestling stuff. figure. It's a little bit like that, some of these guys. A Sub-Zero, like Glacier, clearly like a Sub-Zero ripper. Be like, literally, you'd buy an action figure of that, wouldn't you? Mortal Fighter. And it would look like Glacier, yeah. probably. That's what it was. <laughs> Gobbledygooker, I don't know what they're thinking. That's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mr. Priceless, one of the iconic ones from Impact. Never forget about August 1 warning. It led to nowhere. I don't remember that one. What was that? Oh. Mr. Prices, if you can stick in the chat room. I know there was there were so many TNA yeah. like hyped debuts, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit in this week in wrestling history. Um and uh yeah I, I don't remember that one. No, I don't remember either. I can't remember. Uh Tito Tito Ortiz. Ortiz. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Tito yeah. Oh goodness me. Yeah, I do remember. Isn't that he like a, a, a mayor or something of some somewhere in California now? <laughs> crazy yeah it's very weird i mean so many just just don't ever get drawn into the hype uh, if no, i could don't get back, hyped to wrestling there's no point yeah just pretend just expect that, it all to be shit and then yeah it, and it generally might and then be you're better. like oh christian that's quite cool and then yeah crimson sefi the worst impact debut return is crim remember crimson my god he was shit crimson's going to be at the nwa show is he really? Oh no, yeah. I'm definitely not watching. Oh no, we have to talk about that on Radio Free Wrestling this Saturday. That's time. That's the prime time. To start talking about my cat on my Nissan, <laughs> or a cat driving a Nissan. Yeah, that'd be great. Quick toodle pip, draw it. Cat driving a Nissan. We need yes. it. Yes. I haven't seen the uh, Discord pipe up yet. With uh, no toodle pips, working on the toilet guinea pig, Christian. <laughs> Oh, wow. Is it because Christian Cage and you have guinea pigs in a cage? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows how these powers Merit, work? We can't understand it. We can't understand it. Uh, okay, so that's um, <laughs> that's the most overhyped debuts. Many overhyped debuts. Plenty more. Um, but yeah, I want you guys to, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, please stick your comments down below as what you think is the most overhyped wrestling debut yes. in, uh, in your mind. And again, if you're on uh, iTunes or any podcast... Lord Tensai has another woman, Sefi. Yeah, remember him? Albert, yeah. that was weird. Yeah, very, very weird. He was like Albert like the week before and then he turned up as Tensai. He's bad. He's badass, wasn't he, over in... Um, I can't remember his name in, in New Japan, wasn't he? He's been, uh, and they Matt, signed him. Uh, was he Matt Bloom? In, he wasn't Matt Bloom. Was he Matt Bloom in, T in New Japan? But they signed him, wasn't he? And yeah. then he came in as Lord Tensai and it was utter ridiculousness. Yeah. Awful. Oh, goodness me. Baldo. There you go. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember so, that. Cool. Good time. So that was the most overhyped debuts. Yes. Uh, if you're downloading the podcast, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, just stick some comments, like and subscribe to us. Yeah, please. Uh, do. Check us all out. It all helps us. It all supports us, and it gets the word Giant out. Giant Bernard there. in New Japan. That's it. Giant Bernard. There we go. I remember that. Who's in a tag team with? God, this could go I on for know. hours. Anyway, let's forget about that because Lawrence. Coming up really soon is the MOS Arena, and the MOS Arena is only possible because of the support of the great guys over at GX Account. Uh, That's right. Accounts? GX Accounts and GX Accounts. Yeah, it's because I was thinking of Glenn and Accounts, so I said Accounts. But uh, no, GX Glenn, I'm not sure if he's in the chat room tonight, but uh, GX he's Glenn not, over but he at GX listens Accounts. on the podcast. Good man, getting those podcast numbers up. Hi, Glenn. Um, and thank you very much for supporting Ministry of Slam and the MOS Arena. Definitely. Uh, yeah, great to, to have him on board. We've got an interesting one this week, haven't we? Uh, We've got an MOS epic Arena. match of snakes. We've got the Viper, Randy Orton versus Jake the Snake Roberts. And I conduct an interview with someone who's got a big affiliation with snakes. Check it out, guys. Muzzy, don't spoil it. Gruff knows as well. And Tudelpip knows. But any of you guys in the chat room, just wait. It's a, it's a big, it's a big interview, a bit of a rock and roll interview I conducted. Flew away LA, went to the Whiskey A Go Go, got on the line with someone who's a big rock personality with affiliation with stakes so guys here we go guys do a little uh thank you to gx accounts check these guys out if you do need some account work and then we will show you our big randy orton versus jake snake roberts matchup see you guys in the arena ministry of slam would like to thank our ministry of slam arena sponsor gx accounts we are in the lush branded gx account studio here as we uh, welcome gx accounts to the ministry of slam team gx accounts are recognized as a leading cloud accounting firm in the uk they work with online packages such as zero quickbooks free agent and dext they take the pain out of bookkeeping and they keep their clients on top of their taxes and free up their time so they can do what they want in their spare time such as watching wrestling or even watching Ministry of Slam. If people want to get in touch with GX Accounts, they can do so over at their website, gxaccounts.com. Or you can check out the GX Accounts social media. Just search GX Accounts on Facebook and Twitter. Or GX Glenn is in the Discord. Just sling him a message over there. Ministry of Slam would like to thank GX Accounts for sponsoring the Ministry of Slam arena. Not only does wrestling win, but GX Accounts wins. There we go. We're back. Another cracking MOS Arena match. I love them. It was. So good. That was a good one. And thank you to Slash for the interview. Very much appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much, Slash. He communicates uh, in guitar. He spoke to me. I don't understand guitar. No. I mean, he does, clearly. He's but... all he would speak in is guitar. Classic guitarist. Never, never stops playing guitar. Mm. Just all the time. Be quiet. I'm trying to talk. No, just starts playing guitar. They all do yeah. that. <laughs> they all do that. They all do that. They do. <laughs> oh, great stuff. And thank you once again to GX Accounts for sponsoring the MOS Arena. Yes, thank you. And if you want to see your favorite wrestler in the MOS Arena, or you can do a WrestleMania week, we are going to be running the Arena Rumble. Uh, all you've got to do is go to ministryofslam.co.uk forward slash MOS Rumble uh, to get your entry in. And uh, we've already got so many people uh, in there so far. We've got a lot of people um, in there. Yeah, we do. But keep going. Keep coming. Give us just more people, more people, more people. Is we can we have need. we can have over thirty people. So Sub Zero versus Glacier, as uh, Effie says, that'd be interesting. That'd but be they won't be able to use rest, uh, their their Sub Zero powers. It's, they'll have to do wrestling moves. Yeah, so true. We'll have to find mm. out about that one. That'd be interesting. You, you could pick. So you could, you know, I don't know if you've picked your character yet, Steffi. You could literally pick 
a sub zero if you wanted to. Or scorpion. Go for it. Scorpion, yeah. Oh, scorpion was always. I'd always choose scorpion. That'd be good, yeah. Because he did uh, the get over here. He did, yes. And the big punch. That was good. Anyway, wrestling. We do wrestling on this show. We do. Um, so we're moving on to this week in wrestling history. One of my favorite segments. And uh, we're going to. Have you got the, the pictures? I have. Queued up. The very first one we have uh, takes us back to the 11th of March, 1991, which was 30 years ago. Wow. Now, this makes me feel old. And this was when Ricky the Dragon Steamboat returned to the WWF. He'd been in uh, WCW for a little while. Uh, he had his uh, series of matches with Ric Flair. And uh, he then returned after a short break to the WWF as still Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. But he was the Dragon Ricky Steamboat. Mate. And he came to the ring dressed as a dragon. Dude, I looked at this today. Now, you look at this picture, if you look, listen to my podcast, we've got a picture of Ricky Dragon Steamboat standing on a turnbuckle, blowing smoke, and all that visual we look at and think, wow, that was badass. But let me tell you something. It was shit. <laughs> it looks so shit. I can't believe how shit it looked. His costume was so shit. It, it looked was. ridiculous. It looked like if you went to like a kid's plaything and there's some idiot walking around in kids' kiddies, oh, kitty, I'm a dragon. It looked like that, but worse. It was rubbish. It's not I, great, is it? I can't believe how bad that looked. That was Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, who'd just been wrestling Ric Flair into the greatest matches of all time. And they made him dress up like a clown. Yeah. A dragon-inspired clown. It was ridiculous. I cannot believe how bad this looked. He learned Firebreed or whatever. That's badass. But why That's did he have cool. to dress up in those stupid clothes? It was ridiculous. Seth, he had the action figure. Now, that is one of the most difficult action figures to get hold of, especially if you've got the little cape thing that clips on the back. If you've still got that, it's worth a bit of money. Man, the um, fire breathing was badass, but the, the, the costume and what he wore to the ring was like, oh, my goodness, it was so bad. What were they doing with him? This is the well, same period of time when they had the gobbledygooker, really, wasn't it? Same it thing. Was, yeah, not, not long after that, about four months after that. So, yeah, I mean... Everything was a cartoon back then. But, you know, the annoying thing was he had to walk to the ring with the flame thing so he could blow the fire. So he had to have his hands up in the air like this, holding the flame thing up so he didn't set fire to the crowd. He was walking along because he had to have a load of the petrol stuff in his mouth. So he couldn't say anything or smile or anything. He was just walking to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And then he has to climb up on the thing and, like, spurt stuff all Mate, over the place to blow awful. fire. But then after he got the stuff off, he was just Ricky Steamboat. With, with like, oh, yeah, we had the weird, yeah. sort of <laughs> spikes looked... on his wrists and, and his trousers. It looked yeah. so bad. What were they, oh, they were punishing him. They literally was. Yeah. How dare you have good matches with Ric Flair and another organization. We're going to make you dress up like this. Uh, anyway, so that was uh, that's Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, one of the all-time legends, but he dressed up like a dragon. And how long did he, was he in the Fed before he went back to WCW? Uh, not long, a year probably. Was it a year? Yeah, he was back in in 1992 because he was a surprise partner of Dustin Rhodes, I think, and then he teamed up with Shane Douglas. 92, 93, he was back in WCW. Certainly, really, mm. less than a year. Um, yeah, it was not fun. Saba Simba was was there as well, so he, that was Tony Atlas. They made him dress up like an African chieftain guy and do this weird dance on the way to the ring. Terrible, mental, terrible stuff. Absolutely mental. Uh, right, we're moving on to the next one. The 13th of March, 2004, was the 2004 WWE Hall of Fame. And you'll see by the picture there, it looked very different than the Hall of Fame does uh, these days. Yeah. 
Um, so the inductees in the 2004 Hall of Fame, The Rock, Don Morocco, uh, Superstar Billy Graham, Jesse the Body Ventura, The Junkyard Dog, Sergeant Slaughter, Tito Santana, uh, Harley Race, Bobby the Brain Heenan, Greg the Hammer Valentine, and Big John Studd. Uh, and, and one of the most emotional induction speeches uh, of all time, they still show clips to it, uh, clips of it to this day, is, is Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, obviously, his uh, one of his best friends in the in the industry was Gorilla Monsoon, and he was really upset that Gorilla wasn't there to see him be inducted into the Hall yeah. of Fame. Uh, and really emotional. If you can get a hold of that, or if you want to watch it on the network, it is definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Um, even if it's just for Bobby Heenan's uh, induction, really, really. And Greg great. Valentine with great head of hair still to this day. I know it's really amazing, amazing hair, poofy, is, amazing, amazing hair. Sergeant yeah. Slaw, super Jesse Ventura, wicked. He's awesome. I like Jesse Ventura, even though he's a bit, bit crazy. Yeah, he is a bit mental now. I liked um, Jesse Ventura when he was doing the commentary back in the. You know, like his WF rant was great, according to Berkeley's on that on yeah. that induction. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, was really good, really good. It was good, and Bobby Heenan, yeah, that, that was probably one of his last fed appearances, wasn't he? Because he said his his, his cancer kicked him when it, so his voice was going a bit funny. Yeah, I mean, he, a better yeah, term. Yeah, I think he was certainly struggling at that point, and then it wasn't too long after that before he had his like most of his jaw removed. Bloody and hell. That was that was really sad. I think yeah. it was it was 2017 when we were doing MOS. I think he died because I remember talking about it. Oh yeah, uh, back in 2017. So really sad times. It is. Uh, but there we go. Bobby the Brain Heenan, one of the greatest. Well, probably the greatest wrestling manager of all time. Um, moving on to the next one, number three, and this goes back to MOS era, which yeah. is pretty cool. The 8th of March, 2010, 11 years ago. Uh, Rob Van Dam made his TNA debut, defeating Sting in 10 seconds on Impact. Now, this was the first, I want to say first ever, but the first regular Monday Night Impact. Yes, it was, yes. They did the they did the one-off in January when Hogan debuted, and that went against Monday Night Raw when Bret Hart came back. Yes, and this was the first one when they went big time live, brother, on Monday nights, as Hogan exactly. called it. Exactly, yeah. When we go yeah, big yeah. time live on Mondays. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and so... You watched this earlier on, didn't you, Lawrence? Yeah, it's nothing to do with Rob Van Dam, to be honest. He get comes in there, staying like he's standing in the ring, and then uh, Rob Van Dam comes in, kicks him. Uh, no, not that day. Sefi returned on the he, it's Jeff Hardy returned on the January fourth. Yeah, and climbed and up to climbed the top up on of that the weird giant cage thing, thing bird mm. cage thing. And then this was the this was the Monday in March when they went big time live on Mondays for two months. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and RVD's debut beat Sting in ten seconds, but then Sting kicked the, kicked his ass. It went on for ages, like eleven minutes of, of Sting beating the shit out of, out of RVD, and then a very very broken down Hulk Hogan uh, comes down the ring, covered in yeah. blood. Um, and it was just to do with Hulk Hogan. It, it was nothing to do with Rob Van Dam at all. Yeah, more to do with Sting and Hulk Hogan. Really, more to do with Hulk Hogan at the end. Of, like the final shots, Hulk Hogan lying on the ground. Tune in later, Hulk Hogan's wrestling. That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> Uh, do you know what the funniest thing is about that? And I watched this video. Um, have, have, Lawrence, are you able to plug in a quick YouTube video? I should have said this to you in a, uh, a minute ago. Um, I can, if, yes. I will send you the link. Via what medium? What medium do you want it? Can I send it to you on Zoom? Because If you can, yes, I think you can. Hmm. There you go. Do you have the link? Okay. Now, you feel I'll, timely. Fill I will time. fill time. Now, uh, Hulk Hogan, 
to promote the um the the, the first monday sorry yeah the first live live monday night uh tna impact went on to the uh jim kerr rock and roll morning show and he went on there with jimmy hart uh in there as well and they were all talking about tna and impact and how amazing it was going to be now lawrence what you need to do is skip to about uh one minute 50 and play it from there okay hang on Keep filling time. I'll keep filling time. So he, he's talking and he's not realizing that there's a camera on him and he hasn't told Jimmy Hart like what's happening on the show on uh, uh, that night. So what what Hulk Hogan does is he's talking about, yeah, we've got Jeff Hardy there. We've got this guy. We've got that guy. Oh, yeah. And we've also got some big surprises. And he does the Rob Van Dam thumbs. Right. So Jimmy Hart and Jimmy Hart's like, oh, oh, OK. Yeah, yeah. Some big surprises. What Hulk Hogan didn't realize at the time is that it was being filmed and like streamed live on the internet. So he gave away the surprise of Rob Van Dam being on uh, on Impact that night, which is, um, yeah, typical Hulk Hogan not really understanding the whole kind of social How media situation. Yeah, Wasn't exactly. this around the time when Hulk Hogan had a poop on the internet as well? <laughs> did he have a poop? He did. He had a poop. I remember that. Yeah. Remember that? I remember the whole thing with Bob the nah, Love Sponge's wife. Have you got it? I've got it ready. Nice. We're ready. So there you go. go How on, far do I skip through to, Lee? Uh, I'd say one minute 50. Now, like AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy, and we've got a bunch of surprises coming up with some guys that just signed it. Didn't even tell Jimmy about it. I found out about last night. But, uh, you know, it's going to be really crazy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, awesome. So oh, uh, that is good. So, uh we're ready, man. And this is going to be, you know, it's kind of like uh, the little engine that could. We're fighting from underneath. And, and There we go. Hulk Hogan fighting from underneath. Little engine that could, but then make stupid mistakes like that. Well done. <laughs> it's like putting bad coal in the engine, Hulk Hogan. It is. Idiot. Absolutely. Uh, Berkeley says he never knows when he's being filmed. <laughs> no, that was a step. <laughs> they should have used that in court. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Brilliant. I'd love to do a whole show about all the scandals and everything in wrestling. We should, I yeah. still don't think he talks to Bubba the Love Sponge. Anymore. No, what a dickhead. That guy's a dick. <laughs> Bubba the Love Sponge is a dick. He's a not very nice yeah. person, is he? What everything he said about um, Calm. Uh, what's his name? Not Calm. Oh, uh, Calm or Awesome Kong. Yeah, Awesome Kong. Yeah. Dickhead. That was that was not good. Nope. Um, the other and thing... Oh, everything done Hulk Hogan. Dickhead. So I know Hulk Hogan done it as well, but you know, anyway. Allegedly. Well, just... it, was, it was kind of on film so yeah uh, not Hulk Hogan <laughs> um, the other guy um, Bubba Love Sponge anyway yeah so, anyway yeah, but that, that whole segment was history. mad what a weird time that was TNA they were trying to really do well weren't they but they, they should you, have you know done what? better it makes me so frightened for AEW because really? I already see shit happening like the Christian Cage thing like the explosion thing and just please don't turn into TNA I, I just I loved TNA back then and it just went to shit. <laughs> it was so upsetting. Yeah, I, I agree, mate. I agree. You do you did like TNA a lot and it could it could turn into TNA too. I or, hope not. Uh, it's weird. We'll see. But then they do do very well on the ratings and they'll probably get a huge TV deal TV deal in two or yeah. three years' time. That's true. When this deal is up. So and that will help them for the future. And you know I think Tony Khan's got his head screwed on as opposed to the previous owners of TNA. More more than Dixie Carter, definitely. I'd was this Jim Kerr radio rock and roll morning show? Was that Jim Kerr from Simple Minds? I don't think so. 
Oh. No, I'm sure it was a different one. You see him in the video. I don't think it's him. Oh, okay. Unless he looks a lot different. Um, but, but, but a bonus, bonus, fourth this week in wrestling history. We haven't got a picture for this, but it was uh, WrestleMania 20 this week. Was it really? Wow. Uh, however many years ago. And uh, that 17. was when Chris Benoit, yeah, 17 years ago. Yeah, it must have been. Um, yeah, that was when Chris Benoit won the World Heavyweight Boo. title from uh, oh, I got H. I got a button for that. Drop the ban hammer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sethi, you missed something on this day in history. Go on then. What's that, Sethi? Oh. Something to do with wrestling, I reckon. I hope it is. So, yeah, that was WrestleMania 20. It was Brock, the infamous Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg match. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Where they were both leaving and they all got booed out of the arena. Yeah. It was also Eddie Guerrero beating Kurt Angle uh, yes. at WrestleMania. Cracking, uh, cracking time. That was. And, uh, you know, at the time, one of the greatest shots at the end where uh, Benoit and, and Eddie Guerrero, um, you know, perennial mid-carders were told they were never going to make it big, both in the ring with their respective world titles, which was amazing at the time. But again, not condoning anything that Chris Benoit did after that, because that completely tarnished everything. Yes. Oh, 27 years ago, Mick Foley left part of his ear in Germany. Again, another thing that you can read about in Have a Nice Day. This is the very first... Um, chapter in the book hmm. uh the mick foley biography highly recommended still one of the best wrestling books of all time cool yeah that's good so, so much stuff happens this week in wrestling history coming up to the anniversary of nitro the final nitro guys Ooh. maybe we'll talk about it i think we or will we could do a watch along could do we could do watch watch both actually both for two hours simulcast you watch one and i'll watch the other that'd be good that would, that be, would be quite good. cool <laughs> Okay, so that was this week in wrestling history with a few bonuses there. Yeah, which yeah. Is, uh, quite exciting. Shall we do some phone calls, Lawrence? If anyone wants to phone in, they can. We, we've got the phone lines are open. We've got a link now. It's going into the chat. So the phones are open. If you've got some Ask Anywhere's and all that other good stuff, please do uh, get get involved, guys. It's there. The Zoom link is in the chat. And you can call in if you want to call in anybody uh, and talk to us about wrestling or anything else you want to talk I, about. I need to... Oh... Mr. Bez Bezington. Mr. Bez Bezington. Is, should be with us now. Hello there. Hello. How Hello. you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad, guys. Not too bad. Uh, just thought I'd call in again. Try and keep my streak alive. That's Absolutely. Good. It's great. Yeah, good to hear not? from you, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I um, I just want to talk about uh, the big signing because I've got a, quite an interesting little story, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Go for yes. it. Yes, a, you did. It's a, story, it's, a, it's a story in three parts. Okay. They're quite short parts, so don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I first went to my the first Raw. In fact, the only Raw I've ever gone to uh, was at the NEC. And the main event... Well, do you remember the time when Christian was trying to get into a feud with John Cena? Yeah. And it just wasn't happening. Mm, yeah. Yes, I've got, I've got a small memory um, of that. Well, he during this during this event, they put, they put uh, Christian against Batista... And it was ridiculous. He was easily the most over person on the show. Hmm. It was he was the most like cheered for. Uh, considering Batista was supposed to be the man, it was pretty embarrassing. And by the time we got home and watched the show on TV, um, the audio had been somewhat altered, shall we say? Right. <laughs> so we got we got pretty excited for for Christian. Uh, then he moved to TNA, and if you remember, there was a a rather big-ish company in uh, in this country called 1PW. Yes. He um, he appeared for them, mm. and we were all pretty excited. Uh, 
Um, and he was in a match with Rhino, and he did what I what I call the the opening move to social club wrestling, <laughs> which is when you get two people in the ring, and they are not sure the crowd are very excited, so they do the clap, the thing yeah. as they yeah. circle each other around the ring, and I've never seen a crowd go from red hot to what on earth are you doing <laughs> in such a a small amount of time and this was a weekend event so we were going to see him again the next the next night right so he pretty much deflated deflated an, an incredible um an incredible opening and then then uh we discovered he was going to do a signing and i'm going to put a link into the chat i hope i hope this works because otherwise this is going to be pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, if you click on this link, you should be able to see the picture we took uh, from Christian with Christian. Okay. It was myself, uh, my friend Martin, and Captain Charisma himself. Uh, now, I don't know if you can see that picture. I can see it. Yes. Can. I got it. Can you tell where that is? Uh,. That looks like an Asda. That is the fleet a, services. A tro- that is a trolley park. The place you put trolleys <laughs> in an Asda car park. <laughs> that is insane because, like, we and keep him. I don't think he was my. If you, I, I'm the guy on the left, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm not the handsome one in the middle. I'm the guy. I'm the guy on the left. Uh, so, um, basically, I don't think Christian was my biggest fan because. I didn't think he could hear me, but I'm pretty sure he heard me say, I don't think Ric Flair ever had to do this. He was the NWA World Champion at the time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it, is, it is an Asda. You can literally wow. see, like, the. it's a trolley park for an the Asda. The George sign and the uh, way free you park your Pro Wrestling ticket offer as well. Yeah, it was it was hilarious because we're just there trying to be like, oh, cool, it's Christian. But one, he kind of annoyed us the day before by doing the most basic thing you can possibly do. I mean, he, <laughs> might, as, he may as well have turned to the crowd and gone, "Shall I?" before before applying an armbar, oh. which you know is is the Ponting special. Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> um, need to be louder than that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> keep in mind, this was a pretty big arena and people were very very loud. And then the next day, it was like, yeah, from from. WWE to TNA to an Asda car park while you're NWA champion. Wow. <laughs> it was... I mean... So is he like, like, is that an, that's a trolley park outside of the actual that Asda? Is where you put, that is where you put trolleys to, to take them away. Question, where were the trolleys? I have <laughs> no idea. I think they set up a... I think they set up a place inside and then realised a lot of people were going to come. Question, so, do you think they had to put pounds in each of those trolleys to move each trolley individually? <laughs> Ah, somebody's got keys. Some little, oh, okay. some little jobs worth has got keys. A key Someone to one of them. But I'd love to see. I imagine Christian may have actually actually had to move them himself because our trolleys called it, trolleys in America. Yeah, carts. Um, shopping clear, carts. carts. If anyone in America, shopping carts. For American listeners, Asda is owned by Walmart. Mm. It was. I think it's just been bought out. So it is literally a car park of a Walmart. Had you been drinking? Uh, me? No, I just look at that all the time. I'm, <laughs> said, I'm, the, guy, I'm the guy on the left. Uh, right, so for dude. the podcast listeners, for the podcast listeners, uh, if you go to imgur.com forward slash capital V, capital X, lowercase f, lowercase u, capital T, zero, lowercase w, 
you'll be able to see or that. And re- we'll rewind post it right 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 in the podcast continent. Well, we could put it in the Discord. I'll that's put it in a, the Discord. That's a bonus. Is all right with that? Yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, about going to Discord. Oh, so check it out on the Discord, guys. I Wicked. just thought it was a really funny story because yeah, it's that's... just the downfall in three in three little sentences. Did you yeah. take the picture? Or is that a selfie? Uh, I I think we passed it on to the next person in line. To be honest, um, he looks like crimson. I, there, <laughs> he does. He's got really ginger hair. I do. I just do remember being like. I, I think he heard me say, "I bet Ric Flair never had to do this," and I I don't think he was very happy. with How me. long did you queue up for to meet him? It, the the line wasn't that long. I think it was longer than Asda expected. Right. Hence, mm. we got moved outside, but it wasn't that long. So, um, wow. would you queue that that same amount of time to get an Xbox? I uh, I've queued uh, quite a long time to get to get video game consoles. To be honest, <laughs> what's better, meeting Christian or an Xbox? <laughs> oh, see, Christian's a nice, guy. despite despite obviously being a bit miffed at me there. He seemed a nice enough guy. Mm. Uh, one thing, one thing, one of my other friends has said is, how come Martin, the guy in the middle, looks more pleased to be with me because he's got his hand uh, <laughs> arm around me. Like, <laughs> um, it's almost like Christian's busting in on a selfie of, of the two of you. He's yeah, just he's stuck like into the picture. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, Did he have any people with him, like assistants no. or handlers, just no, him by himself? From what I remember, nah. I think there, there might have been someone else there, but I was just I was just laughing at the situation. Yeah. Of, We're in a trolley park. Like somebody <laughs> has had to move trolleys out of here to. Um, did to Did get... they have a McDonald's in that Asda? No. Do you no, think no, they fed him with Asda sandwiches? I have no idea. Wow. Did you reckon he got been... the meal deal? Yeah, he's your rider. It's the meal deal. I mean, one, one PW, you know, did fall on some hard times. So, but mm. probably not just the a sandwich. No, no fruit juice or crisps. Then this was quite near the top where they were getting fifty-four imports in a show, and you were like, "What's going on? This can't last." It was essentially a TNA show under a different banner. Yeah, it was TNA mm. with there were some there was some good. There were some good shows, to be honest. You had just... Nigel McGuinness and you had um, Corey Graves, didn't you, when he was Sterling yeah. James Keenan? I saw, I saw Corey Graves. You know he's got con- concussion problems now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw where those those um, those mm. started. Yeah, I remember he, some of that. He took the Styles Clash wrong. Oh. Right. And it was the most terrific thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, literally just on top of his head, bent Ouch. the neck. And I was just like, well, he's done. Yeah. Not so good, but okay. yeah, um, that that's my that's my Christian story. If I could just talk a little bit about, because uh, you talked about what you don't like about AEW, yeah, go I for just it. want to talk about the major difference that I see why they won't get in trouble. If that's yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I think the the major difference between WWE and AP uh, APW AEW mm-hmm. uh, would be this: I believe that if someone catches fire in AEW if someone if someone gets interest in them rather than catches fire considering they're doing exploding matches but you know <laughs> I think they'll get um, elevated whereas in WWE I don't get that impression you know Cesaro can have incredible matches but he's never going to beat Roman Reigns is he? No, true. That's true. how it feels to me I don't know if that's the case but you know that that's the difference They can, I think they can afford to make a few of these stumbles yeah mm. Yeah. I agree. It might have well, just been bad circumstances at the time. And they're you know. in their infancy, aren't they? Although they've got a lot of people who've worked in wrestling for a long time. So they're still mm. not even a two-year-old company, really. That is yeah. crazy when you consider that. You mm. know, and, you know, they're doing quite well. 
they've had they've maybe maybe made WWE move to Tuesday nights on the America. I, I think that was more to do with the ice hockey, but oh, was they it? can oh. always they can all, yeah uh their sports net the sports network that was carrying ice hockey got shut down mm. and all the sports have been moved on to like different channels. Right. And as ice hockey will, will get more ratings than than NXT, they were like, yeah. well you're moving. But AEW yeah. can always say, well we made the move. Did you see what uh what Paul Heyman said on on the SmackDown about uh, the Christian. after show of the SmackDown? No. Yeah he, he said about Christian. Yeah your Did your he? friend your your friend is so scared that he left rather than face Roman Reigns. Really? That's quite I thought good. that was really cool. That's quite I cool. Thought that, was a, that was an incredibly cool thing to do. But yeah. it's Paul Heyman, so he, he, you know, he'll probably get in trouble for it for all I know. Gets away with it. Yeah, of course he does. I like it. Of course it. he does. Yeah. Awesome. It's been uh, awesome to have you again, Paul. Um, enjoy uh, the rest of your week. And uh, yes, we'll, we'll listen to you again next weekend. I can't with some more stories. Yeah, thank you, Paul. I will try. No problem. Cheers, bud. Bye. Care, bye, bye, bye. There we go. So that was Bericles. Uh, Sethy says in the chat room, uh, AEW's big problem is the same as TNA's. The money man is Tony Khan's dad, not Tony himself. I think Tony has um, a little bit more control over stuff than Dixie has. He doesn't have to have to sort of limp through to pander energy and uh, get money. Yes, it's weird after a week, after a bad, a bad week in T in uh, eight that we were comparing them more to TNA than we ever did before. Yeah, true. Well, I think we're comparing them because we just don't want it to go that way, rather than comparing it because it's shit. They had a couple of unfortunate situations, you know, the Christian debut being one, uh, which is not unfortunate in the long term. It's just no. it was promoted a little bit wrong. Yes, and uh, and the, the the ring explosion thing, which overall in the end, I think they kind of turned it into a into a positive yeah 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 totally yeah turned it into a storyline which is good so rather than just panic and admit oh sorry we fucked up that's what's quite uh, good yeah that they've they've kind of done it right i agreed so there we go uh we we've got time to take another call or two if you want to the link is in the uh chat room yes it is it is it's in the chat room so if anyone wants to call they can yes talk about anything talk about wrestling history you can talk about wcw old school stuff you can talk about anything you like doesn't have to even have to be anything to do with wrestling talk about cobra kai talk about one division yes talk or about anything. uh falcon and winter soldier talk about there's lots um, of good stuff justice coming out in the uh, in different sort of media in there the falcon winter soldiers friday justice yep. league zack snyder cut mighty ducks game changes is coming out in a week Looking yes. forward to that. Coach Gordon Bombay's back, guys. And haven't they done something? So I've heard, I mean, this isn't a spoiler. It's just stuff I've heard. There won't be any spoilers until anyone's actually seen the episode. But I think they've done something similar to Cobra Kai, where uh, Gordon Bombay and the, the Ducks are, are kind of a bit, you know, dicks now. And um, No, I think they have, yeah. They have. Yeah. Yeah. And they recruit a, a new young lot of kids to go and beat it's them. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Great. I love, I love Mighty Ducks. I love Mighty Ducks. Oh, that's a good idea. T Publix, if they've got some good Mighty Ducks. They probably have, mate. They have. Oh. They have. So, yeah. But, yeah, dude, yeah. great. So, if oh, anyone's calling, says, the chat the room yes, is Bombay, open. Bombay, no. Ducks, so yes, Bombay, the, no. So, the Ducks have gone bad, but Bombay hasn't. I mean, it's not going to be the same Ducks, obviously, because they're still going to be a kids' team. I wonder if Fulton Reed's in it. Foggy from Daredevil. Because... Yeah, that was. Do you know, when I started watching Daredevil, it took me ages. I was like, I know him. Where the hell is he from? And then I finally sussed it out. Daredevil is one of my favourite comic book things, uh, TV, like, filmed TV things that's been on telly since the MCU started. Yeah. I love that series. That's the best. Best one of my favourite things. It's so good. 
Is it on anything at the moment? Is Netflix it on... still. It's on Netflix, is it? Mm. Right, Great. Cool. If you look at us, so good. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay, let's get some Ask MOSs going, shall we? We've had, um, I haven't had any on social media this week, which is interesting. We normally get bombarded on social uh, this week, but uh, stick it in the chat room. Yeah, just type Ask MOS and then you can ask us anything. If you don't want to call in, that's absolutely fine. But uh, yeah, post us some questions in the uh, uh, in the chat room. We would love to hear from you and we will answer anything you like. Go for it. Netflix makes so it won't be won't leave. No, it will. It'll go back to Disney when the when the um, expires. So they've got a license for a few more years of Daredevil. Oh, Who's okay. the best debut? Who's the best debut? The best debut is AW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think about that. That's I mean Taz. Undertaker. Taz was a fucking great one. Sorry, yeah. I went well over the top then. But yeah, when he debuted at the Royal Rumble, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, Christian's first debut in TNA was really good. Kurt Angle was good. Yeah, Kurt Angle in, in TNA, TNA. Head butted. Yeah, Taz at the Rumble when yeah. You AJ was good as well in the Fed. That was good in the Royal Rumble. Yes, that was good. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Let me. Who else was really good? I think they're the main ones for me, certainly. Jeff Hardy's first TNA, according to Sefi. Yeah. That was good. Hogan, uh, yeah, I, I, even though he had NWO music and he had the beard, which is not what we're expecting, when Hogan came into TNA in 2010, I loved it. I still watch that from time to time. Really? Yeah, I've, I've still got the video of it. And I'm not I sure love if it I liked it so much. Scott Hall, and I remember you telling me, you'll love it, Lawrence. I remember that back in the day. Yeah. And it was uh, Scott Hall and X-Pot were there. Well, big money contracts, Hulk. So like, where's yeah. the big money contracts? He should have been proper Hulk Hogan rather than kind of half Hollywood, half Hulk Hogan yeah, at the I time. Because so. it, it wasn't quite right. But just seeing him come out and the, the, the noise the crowd was making was really good. Um, yeah, Jeff Hardy coming back on that January show was really good as well. Yeah, like definitely. That. It was all really good, mate. It's good. Goldberg's WWE uh, debut. Ronda that... from Sefi is another good one. Lots of good ones. Yeah. Yeah, I remember um, Goldberg's uh, WrestleMania 19. They ran a promo for Goldberg. They did, yes. And they everyone did. was like, fucking hell, it's Goldberg. He's gonna Next night on Raw with The Rock, wasn't it? After he beat yeah. Stone Cold. With that Harley Davidson jacket on. It was good. That was a good, that was a very good debut. Mm. It was pretty badass then. Beat The Rock in his first match, wasn't it? Did he, yes. That was his first match. He went to Christ, Christian, wasn't it? His next match, or Jericho and Christian, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've blocked out a lot of stuff. All I remember is him winning the world title and Triple H in those weird bike short things. Yeah. 2003. Strange year for wrestling. Yeah. Mr. America. <laughs> yeah. No, oh. I, I know Disney, Netflix made it. Um, Pericles and Netflix Disney do have the Daredevil license back so the show's going to go back yeah no I, that's what I meant it will uh, it will go on to Disney Plus I, that's what I kind of meant so yeah that's totally nice. cool no worries yeah I thought it was Malfi hang on a minute Ugh. no it's fine <laughs> and then someone else has mentioned Scott Steiner Scott Steiner's hey. day yeah that was terrible that was... <laughs> no it's fine Pericles no no need to say sorry brother it's good to have you here it's all good it's all good what have we got coming up next week Lawrence wrestling talk Really? Oh, that's a shame. I like talking about cats and uh, stuff. Yeah, and wrestling stuff <laughs> and lots of other stuff. So, but it's just good. It's good. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to talk about wrestling. It's a preview Fast Lane. We've got WWE Fast Lane. Uh, this week in wrestling history is going to be pretty cool coming up for the next few weeks because we're going to start tripping over WrestleManias 
and, uh, the, the and the Nitro. I really want to do that. We should watch Nitro. Can I can right. I watch Nitro and you watch Raw? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What then date we'll, was that? We'll talk about it. That was the end of end of March. May was it? Oh, March. So we've got was two, it? Weeks, sure. two weeks. Two weeks this week. And then I'm I'll watch Nitro, and then you watch Raw, maybe. Yeah. And then we'll yeah. do, sort of talk about the simulcast. That's twenty years ago. Can you believe that? Twenty years ago. That was yeah. That crazy was town. that was mad. That changed the wrestling landscape. Twenty years ago, has it been the same since? I don't yeah. know. We, we've all been hoping for it. I don't know. With the last days of WWE, pretty terrible stuff. But you know, that'd be a good thing to talk about. Fast Lane got WrestleMania, the MOS Rumble, lots more arena matches. This Friday, we've got AJ Styles versus Randy Savage in the arena, which would be good. And AJ cool Styles stuff. versus Randy Savage, that's going to be a hell of a match. It's good. And then lots of other bits and bobs. So it's all good, mate. It's all good. It's going to be amazing. Ninth show going, and then the show is going well. Get connecting with lots more people. And of course, we've got two podcasts next week, which is good with Radio Free Wrestling on Saturday. We've got the Ministry of Slam on Sunday. And uh, I'm also on a podcast next week on uh monday with uh, dilla dog who streams on twitch he's interviewing me about all sorts of streaming things so come and join me there as well next uh, fantastic I'll tell you about we are week. taking over the world it's going good mate it's good. nine nine weeks in nine weeks gone quick isn't it soon i'll be going it's 52 weeks in lee so double figures next week oh yeah it's our double figures show that's good so that's what we're going to be celebrating do we get a cake no we need a cake oh why because it, it we just don't it'd be weird i have to make a cake and drive it to your house so long, long oh, we're off. not allowed yet? No, not allowed. Oh. That's... I mean, I'm still waiting for the tea that Meryl was going to make me. Meryl's promised everyone who watches the stream tea. Um, and she never makes it. It's really weird. It's upsetting. That really Poor is Meryl. upsetting. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, good stuff, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in once again. Uh, check out ministryofslam.co.uk for all the links and everything. Uh, you can go over to Facebook, just search for Ministry of Slam. Uh, Twitter, we are at Ministry of Slam. Instagram, we are uh, Ministry of Slam. I've we are Ministry of Slam there, yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, and uh, make sure on Twitch you subscribe, and if you can, and follow uh voodoo underscore rocks that is the channel you're watching on right now or you may be watching on youtube or you may be listening to the podcast but if you yes. want to watch the live show voodoo underscore uh rocks is the show is the channel to follow yes and um, and uh, thank you everyone for watching as we get and thank you for checking out on the podcast guys main thing is please do help share and spread the word of ministry of slam that's going to help us it. help us grow the stream that's going to be the best way to grow ministry of slam out there on the information superhighway should we so. do the pose yeah let's do it we need to do a pose and again for you guys who are on the podcast who don't know what we're talking about and those people who uh, haven't tuned in before we will do uh, in honour of Edge and Christian we'll do a five second pose what we want you to do if you're watching this on, on uh, on the TV on your computer on your phone screenshot it or take a picture when we do the pose and share it on social media tell them you're watching Ministry of Slam and get people to subscribe so here we go in three two one there we go that's good there enough. Go. Wow, there are now four hosts. Yeah, there's a flash. Yeah, Lawrence has got a head. This is uh, this is Bernie, and this is Mike. Uh, how did you come up with the names? <laughs> they told me what their names were, Lee. Oh, sorry, <laughs> silly me. <laughs> I don't need to come up with their names. They told me because <laughs> they've got mouths. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get that. Lovely. Um, right, so thank you very much once again for all of you for listening. We're going to be back with you next week. We might very well have something exciting to share with you, uh, re a new intro. I'm very close to getting that done, and uh, it's going to be very exciting. And we and we start watching NXT, so we can start talking about that next week. Yes. Oh, I start. I mean, I watched NXT this week. Oh, did you? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's it was good. 
but we'll talk about yeah. more next week because we can get more in depth i think yeah yeah cool sounds good sounds get good. learning right. so yes learning stuff all the rosters changed it's weird it so is. oh thanks for the bit scruff cheers buddy nice thank you gruff bit's hot man Thank you, mate. Cool. Right, so dudes, like, let's, bits, but, let's yeah. rock and roll. So thank you yeah. guys for checking out the Ministry Slam. If you do want to help us out, please do help us out on all the socials is the best way. Thank you for being here. Thanks for spending your Sunday evening with us on this glorious Sunday. And we will see you guys on the wrestling flip-flop. Good. Looking for the right button. There we go. See you guys Bye. later. Bye-bye. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.